Prepare yourself for treats, tricks, and the occasional fright. It's time again for Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. The night with Kenny Pig. Hey, what happened to my show? Happy day after Halloween, everybody, and welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program uh, from from the haunted haven known as Scranton, Pennsylvania, where the ghosts are electric. Joe Santorso, welcome back, sir. No. Oh. <laughs> and from the the fetid fields of Washington DC, the swamp creatures roam and rain from Four Freedoms blog is there to fight them off with her for freedoms. <laughs> there you go. So, and of course, you know, Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's always spooky. Yeah. <laughs> we have we're on Lake Erie, Ooh. so Lake you know. That's spelled E E E R I E. Yes, Lake All right, so that felt weird doing the show without the regular intro. No, no upbeat music or anything. Uh, but of course, welcome to the program, and uh, I hope everybody had a great Halloween. And as promised, I kind of wanted to try and do some open phones tonight on the program to have people call in and talk about some of their favorite uh, current treats, treats as a child. You know, what what made you happy to, to get something in your uh, Halloween treat bag when you went door-to-door dressed as your favorite what's-he-who's-its, you know? Um, you know, because I, I can say, and of course, the number to call, we'll, we're going to do open phones for most of this hour, I think, depending on how many calls we get. Um, but, uh, and of course, uh, any, anytime somebody calls just like trick or treat, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll have, uh, this, you know, Oh, hello there. Uh, and be prepared to tell us what you're dressed as as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and actually it might be trick or treat in your town tonight because there was a lot of weather delays around the country. Uh, not here in Cleveland. The wind was high. There was rain and snow last night. Uh, we didn't get a lot of the snow, but I did see rain turning into snow. But I saw some cars downtown today when I got into work that had a couple inches of snow on them. That's crazy. Oh, no. oh so, wow. Yeah. No. Well, they're no. probably from the far east side. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so the number to call, 330-536-1466. Again, 330-536-1466. Um, and uh, I'll put that in the chat room too. But yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, we talked about this a little. We've talked about this off and on. But th- there were some, there were a lot of really, really cool things I used to get in the seventies trick or treating. Uh, and you know, Susan was asking me, well, like, what really made it for me when you know, w- w- when did you think you made it? And I always liked the oddball stuff. I liked it when I would get like blackjacks, you know, the 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 candy. 
um, or peanut butter kisses I've talked about before. Mallow cups, mm-hmm. chiclets, um, uh, and Clark bars. I, it, you know, a lot of people are into Butterfingers and stuff, but man, the original is the, is the Clark bar. It's so much better than than Butterfinger. Butterfinger tastes weird to me. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll try and tantalize people to call the number, of course, 330-536-1466. Toll free number if you have a cell phone. So <laughs> if you got a landline, I don't know how those work anymore. So I couldn't tell you. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, well, I know some people have minutes too, uh, now, uh, but I don't know. I, I've got. I got unlimited everything, so I don't have to worry about that shit. Just pay hand over fist ahead of time and don't have to pay hand over fist over fist over fist uh, if you get dinged. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so so Joe, uh, you know, uh, what, what, what were some of your uh, favorite things to get around uh, okay. trick-or-treat time? <clears throat> no. Okay. I... Now, you know I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't do candy, okay? We hit bars, and what we would do is we'd go in the bars and hit the drunks for cash. <laughs> a good Halloween, a good Halloween take was anywhere from sixty to one hundred bucks. And yeah, and that was a lot of yeah. dough back then too. Yeah, we're talking sixties. We're talking early sixties. Yeah, We're talking 1960, actually, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> through, say, 63. <clears throat> yeah. Until I was about 13, 14. We used to, you know, just, uh, I used to put on a big heavy coat and a, and a boulder and uh, just Joe. go into bars. Joe. And uh, what? what? Is this your screenplay? No, screenplay? I, I, he's, he's, no, he's no. mentioned this before. So no, I, I, I this, remember this. This is what we did. We did cash. We we uh, we had pockets. We didn't bring uh, little pumpkin baskets or any stupid <laughs> things like that. We uh, we had pockets. We had we were, were heavy coats with a lot of pockets, and we just hit the uh, drunks for cash. We used to rake in a lot of money. Did you Lots put on a mask at least? Uh, once in a while, but you know I used to scare the drunks sometimes. You don't want to <laughs> upset them. So, you know, and, and a lot of the places thought you were, you know, you were going to rob the place. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we were little guys, but uh, we went in and uh, we got cash. Uh, candy wasn't our thing. You know, like, yeah, you get the cash, you buy a bike, you know, maybe for Christmas, or you stash it away and you buy the candy you want, you know? Sure. You don't wait for somebody to dump shit in your butt. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. Oh, Wow. Yeah, it's a, cash, it, cold cash. All right, all right. Some so. guys used to give us as much as ten bucks. I once got a twenty, but five was a was a was a common denominator. Well, there you go. Me. Well, I'm just I'm just telling you like it is. No well, candy. All know. right. Well, then I gotta ask you. Okay, other than trick or treat, or did what did you did, mm-hmm. did you ever bum candy or root through your nieces and nephews or have a favorite candy you like to buy to give out or? Uh, just something that comes around this time of year that, you know, you don't normally get. Yeah. My, my gentle lover was the one that won, <laughs> well, I'm not going to ruin it, but peanut butter, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, Reese's peanut butter cups. Good stuff. Has to be. Yeah. Now I, I'm, I'm an almond joy, you know, yes. cause I always feel like a nut. So 
Yeah. Uh, now, correct you know, me if I'm wrong, but Mounds, I believe, has dark chocolate on it, and then right. Almond Joy has milk chocolate yep. and the almond. There you go. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I've heard people say, oh, Mounds is just, you know, uh, Almond Joy is just Mounds with a... Well, yeah, and so is uh, uh, Hershey's with almonds. It's a Hershey bar with almonds. By the way, Hershey bar with almonds, best Hershey bar in the world. Um, yes. Love those things. I like when I was a teenager, I would buy those large size ones, and I just sit down and watch a movie and eat it. Love those things. Uh, but rain, I also like those crispy, yeah. crunchy, those those thin the, chocolate things with crispy. What do you call those? Rice crispy. Necco wafers. What is it? You call them Necco wafers, right? Not Necco no. wafers. No, no, no. No. Chocolate, well, you're, like you're talking <laughs> like with the right, the crisped rice inside of them. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So oh, like, there's there's the Hershey Hershey Hershey. Crisp or crunch or something like that, and then there no, there's a crunch bar, which is in the blue, red, white, and blue wrapper, and then mm-hmm. Hershey's has one too, and I can't remember what it's called. Uh, they 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 only make them, I think, in miniatures now. When you get the Hershey's miniatures, I got some Hershey's miniatures to give out this year too. We give out good stuff. We give out <clears throat> the fodder were dum dums. I bought a bag of two hundred dum dums. Yeah, and we did Hershey's miniatures, uh, Reese's cups. Um, Full-size Snickers, mini Snickers, mini Three Musketeers, mini uh, Milky Way. I pulled back all the Milky Ways, though. Um, so the Milky Way Midnight yeah, it, and the regular Milky Ways. I think it was Nestle Crunch. That's what it was. <gasps> yeah, oh, Nestle, I love Nestle Crunch. them. That's what, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, it was even, you know, it's even yes. better than that. A step up, Rain, is the uh-uh. the 10,000 grand or the, the, the grand bar or whatever that was, 100,000 grand. I, I don't even remember the number on it. But it, it, it had the chocolate, the crisp rice, and big thick caramel inside of it. You had one of those? Oh, yeah, I was I an was Nestle Crunch girl. They have them grand. at Sam's Club, 100 grand bar. 100 grand. The 100 grand bar, yeah. yeah. One hundred million thousand grand, um, and uh, <laughs> see they spoil it though. They, they always now now when you when you go to buy it, they they put the calories on it. Oh yeah, I don't look. I, I'm Which, real good at looking away real fast. Yeah, you gotta just <laughs> like, stop that. Don't 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 ruin it. It's like it's like uh, I'm I'm not looking at the serving size on the Pringles can. I'm not <laughs> oh, because no. <laughs> I can I'm not kill. supposed to eat chips. But yeah. when I get a bag of uh, Lay's potato chips, oh yeah, uh, serving size. It's the bag is the serving yeah. size. Yeah, family mean, size. I guess I'm a family of one. <laughs> no, I get the party. I get the party size. Oh yeah, I get the party, party size, size are good. And it's got. All right, so yeah. Rain, what about you as a as a rug rat? What 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 did you really look forward to getting in your? And our phone is not ringing right now, which is which is. <gasps> Sad because Rain took time out of her busy evening last night on Halloween to help me test the line, which is 330-536-1466. And it's working now. So, and, 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 you know, and I thought I'd like to hear from you. Tell us about what you gave out last night. Tell us what some of your favorite treats are, favorite costume, anything. I love talking Halloween. Call and talk about anything. It's easy. But Rain, what were some of your favorite things as a kid? As a kid, um... I loved getting the apples with razor blades in them. Oh, now you said that last Tuesday. Stop that. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) 
Um, this year, it was great getting the candy with THC. That was awesome. <laughs> See, no, yeah, I'm making that up, too. It would be. <sighs> I, I actually like getting the uh, Three Musketeers bars as a kid. Oh, I was a big fan of those, too. Uh-oh, look out. And, and oh, we have our first uh -oh. trick-or-treater, everybody. Uh, who oh. Is, oh, 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 my goodness. What's this costume you're wearing, little boy? I am a Moogle from Final Fantasy. Oh, a Moogle from Final Fantasy. There we go. We do have another another caller on the line, but we're going to go ahead and uh, let Adam talk for a few minutes here. So, Adam, what were some of your favorite treats to get uh, in, in the mail? Oh, well, I mean, uh, I mean, I always was fond of anything chocolate. Hershey's, Milky Way, uh, Nestle. Yeah. Anything, listen, anything chocolate, you, you, you won me over. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, so how was your Halloween? Did you have you... trick-or-treaters, Adam? He was working. I'm sorry? He, he got stuck at work. Oh, you were working. So no trick-or-treaters? Yeah, I was working. Oh. There were there were kids in costume at the store. A few at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Really good. Did, did, they, did they mug you like Joe mugged people at the bars? I never mugged no. anybody. Stop that. <laughs> I'm, t I'm too intimidating for that. <laughs> All right, we have other trick or treaters that need work. to. They need to. Other trick or treaters need to be quiet while Adam talks. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, uh, also, um, uh, was there a, was there a favorite costume you had as a child? Oh, I, I can't remember that far back, Kenny. Jesus I, I Christ, remember. Adam! I can remember. I'm I'm almost Jim. fifty, and I can remember my costumes. Jesus Christ You're was one like, of them. No, I'm kidding. Adam, I'm twice your age, and I remember my costume. Seriously. Let me see. All right. Do you know, I went to Ness from Earthbound once. My first oh, costume. There, that's good. Remember? That's good. Mm -hmm. What was it? Ness from Earthbound. A reference you wouldn't get. <laughs> so, no, I, I don't I, I'm the only one that gets it. Okay. But Rain, what were you saying? And um My my first costume that I can remember, honest to God, there's two, actually there's two of them. One was I was Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh nice. Yeah. And are you ready? Yeah. I was Popeye the Sailor Man. And I wore my nice. dad's my dad's navy hat. Oh, that's awesome. Right. I, uh, two of my earliest ones I can remember are the old Ben Cooper one with the little mask with the rubber band. Um, I had uh, I was uh, Mr. Spock one year and C-3PO another. So um, anyway, but all right, Adam, thanks for calling. Uh, happy Halloween. Uh, I'll talk to you uh, this weekend. Yes. Have a nice uh, Have a nice day, everyone. All right. Bye. 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 Happy All Saints Day. Bye. Thank all you. Right. Uh, <laughs> All right, and oh, here, here we go. Oh, uh, 301 area code. Oh, what's this costume you're wearing? I'm dressed as bacon. You're dressed oh, as oh. bacon? Wait, is this uh, Psy Guy? This is Psy Guy. Hi, hey, buddy. Psy. Dressed as bacon. Are you Francis Bacon? <laughs> that would have been good. Or Kevin? Uh -huh. I, 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 I did go to a dance uh, uh, and realized I was shaking my bacon. Oh! oh. See? Yeah, that's a, you know, uh, we'll give you a real shot for that. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say kudos to the Francis Bacon reference. See, I love that. I loved it, too. 
Yeah, but no, I, that was I, that's I really good. We that. actually had a really good uh, uh, one of our one of the neighbors came as a Frida Kahlo, like a like this eleven year old girl came as Frida oh Kahlo, really God. really good, like from the, like from the painting. Oh, that's so, awesome! One, nice. one of her paintings. She Very had, nice. like the unibrow penciled in. <laughs> Very nice. Awesome. So, wasn't she played uh, by Selma Hayek in a movie or something? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, did your uh, wife get, did your wife we go as we had maybe did your wife go as egg, did your wife go as eggs? We we have done that costume in the past. We did not this year. Okay. She should go as avocado we, toast we to not... stay with the times. <laughs> oh. oh, here we go. <laughs> Are you I tried. I tried to toast my avocado the other day, and it didn't work very well. No, it messes up the uh, toaster. Let me tell you. But but uh, but works at all, Kenny. All right. Well, well, it's not. Yeah. But but all right. So sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to know: Are you going to the parade tomorrow? Uh, definitely thinking about it. It's going to be chilly. Uh, we'll see. Bundle up. Sorry, that's sports talk. That's all right. Oh yeah, we'll talk about the dance later. And I said in the chat room, my my uh, the gutter blew. One of my gutters blew off my house in the wind last night, so I'll probably be fixing that instead of going to the parade. I got some branches that blew out of my blew out of my trees. I'm gonna have to nail back on. You don't nail branches back onto trees. No, (laughs) that just seems irresponsible and lazy. <laughs> uh, well, oh, so what you're saying? Wood glue or duct tape? <laughs> uh, I would say duct tape fixes everything. There we go. Um, or maybe but, hot glue. But but side guy, let's let's uh, hot glue sucks. Um, <laughs> unless it's for fabric, it sucks. Um, but uh, uh, side guy, favorite treats as a child? Uh. So Hershey used to make these things called tropical bars. They were made for, uh, like, for the desert, for, for originally for, like, the military. Okay. And they were, like, you could, it was like a dark chocolate you could get before you could buy any other dark chocolate. They were really kind of chalky, but they were my favorite for a while. Ooh. I've <laughs> no, never I just, like, heard of this. Most dark chocolate. Yeah. So, uh, what about any favorite costumes as a kid? You too? You too have no memory of costumes as a child? (laughs) Oh, I definitely, I remember, like, one year I had one costume where one year I was, like, Robin Hood, and the next year I was Peter Pan or vice versa, because, you know, like, you can just have to, like, make a couple of tweaks between (laughs) the two costumes. I love that. You can wear the same, same tights. Well, one has, one has a, a little green pinafore thing. Sure, one has a mustache, one doesn't. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, oh, and one has a bow and arrow, of course, obviously. But didn't Peter Pan mess with? No, he used a sword. Um, He's a little, a, yeah, little yeah. Sword. only with pirates. Only Although with it's pirates. not, or a little knife or dagger kind of thing. Yeah. Sword. Yeah. All right. Against, well, the pirates had swords. All right, well, Psy Guy, we're going to cut you loose because we have uh, another trick-or-treater on the line. So, uh, okay, good uh, night. I'll give you some pennies and raisins on the way out. <laughs> Bye, Psy right, Guy. See you, Psy Guy. Bye.
Why, I'm going to give you cash. Okay. <laughs> hey, I was giving him pennies. Go Nats. Right. Go Nats. Go Nats. <laughs> All right. See you later, buddy. Bye. Um, and, uh, oh, let, let me see here. Uh, I got another. Uh... Oh, no. well, is that Heather? And what are you wearing? What's your costume tonight, Heather? I am Hillary. There you go. So ah. nice. Uh, Does that and, mean that you're wearing a pantsuit? No, she's yeah. wearing an e- she's wearing an email server. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, I could wear that too. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, okay, my one of my favorite costumes I wore as a kid was when I dressed as Marie Osmond. I was really little. Um, I was like six or seven. And were you a little it, bit country or a little bit rock and roll? I was probably, I don't know. <laughs> I was either or. Whatever was playing on the radio was my thing. <laughs> there you go. Um, and what's weird is something I remember because we were talking, somebody, well, I don't know. Um, I learned a little bit more about Day of the Dead, and um, it's interesting, Um, but yes, the Democrats in Washington, D.C. did a mural for them in the White House, which I think was absolutely lovely, Um, but I thought about that, and they said, you know, play music of what people past liked and this and that and the other which is lovely and beside the point but something that happened when I was younger and my dad who is not alive did for Halloween one year is he went to work as a woman and yeah. what kind I of work was he what kind of what kind of what line of work was he in? He worked in a grocery store. Oh, okay, I he can see that. Gro- <laughs> he worked in a grocery store, and he was a store manager. And he went to work as a woman, and I just laughed so hard. And now I think, you know what? More power to him for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because back then. He probably, you know, probably everybody thought it was, you know, I'm sure everybody thought he was strange, but. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I think, I smart. think for Halloween, it was probably acceptable because, you know, you had Milton Burl and Bob Hope and all those guys, you know. Uh, oh, but it, it, yeah, it was Halloween and it was completely acceptable, but it was funnier and all get out. Uh-huh. And he gave me the lipstick. Wouldn't be something I'd wear now, but, yeah. you know, as a kid, sure, but mm-hmm. I just thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know. Now, how about some, and, uh, how about some of your favorite treats? Okay, my favorites were, I like Hershey bars, Hershey bars with almonds, and... Still to this day, I like both those and popcorn. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You like the mm. popcorn balls? Yes. 
I like those two. Yeah, well, I used to get that's that's something I used to get all the time. They used to people used to make them and give them out, but then I think you know people started getting more paranoid and and stopped selling them, or, or I'm sorry, stopped making them to give out because everybody was like, oh, they're it's poison, you know. There's you know throw well, out throw out the anything razor blade handmade. thing again. Yeah, the razor blade poison mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, so and you know there were rare instances of that but you know i remember there, there there was this one house in east palestine ohio that i went to when i was probably only about five or six and uh it was close to the house where there was a, a woman who used to babysit me and my sister with with her kids and but there was this house it was a nice big old old-fashioned house big porch with the you know, big posts on it and everything. And I remember this really, really, really nice uh, older lady was there. And she had her entire dining room decked out with bowls of candy and popcorn balls and donuts and cider. And she just wanted all the kids to come in her house and, and just take whatever they wanted. And it was like, it was like a, a Halloween wonderland. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's a vivid a memory from being a, a, a real small kid. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what I would have worn then. I was, that's probably, I, you know, rain, I think I might've had the Casper costume one year too. Or maybe, I was probably about five years old when I, yeah. when we did it. Yeah. Maybe Casper? I might have, mm -hmm. I might've had a Woody Woodpecker she? costume. I don't know. I don't know. I, now I, I remember I was also Fred Flintstone. So I had one dead entity and two male costumes. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, uh, you know, the the costumes I'm talking about, because mostly we just buy those costumes in the box made by Ben Cooper or some right. other company. And it, it, had a, yes. it had a little plastic or nylon suit. And a lot of times it would just have a picture of the character and the name of the character on the, on the chest. Um, yes. and, then, and then you'd have the little mask that had the little tiny mouth hole and tiny nose holes. And if you stuck your tongue in that slit in front of the mouth, you could cut the tip of your tongue off <laughs> that happened yeah that happened. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> i learned i learned fast and hard that way um but uh but yeah um uh uh you know another thing i don't know if any of you guys ever got these but what i used to love to get were those little wax soda bottles that had like kool-aid <gasps> in them you remember yes. those mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you could uh drink the liquid and then chew up the wax chew the wax like our parents would be, be like, it's like gum, and then I would have like jaw aches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't swallow it. Oh yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> I loved them. Yeah, and it was like the wax lips too, you know. If you swallow it, your stomach turns to wax. Sure, <laughs> and you get worms. <laughs> so, yes, worms. Uh. <laughs> oh God, ew. Uh, my, my grandpa was, uh, uh, Herschel Picklesheimer always used to tell me I'd get worms if I swallowed gum or ate too much candy just to keep me from swallowing gum or eating too much candy. And I was like, <gasps> I'll get worms. And I, I believe that I would tell kids at school, you'll get worms. You know that because my grandpa told me, <laughs> no, you won't. Yes, you will. You're not smarter than my grandpa. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, uh, 
Anyway, well, I'll tell you what, Heather, we're we're uh, we're at the bottom of the hour here, but thanks for sharing your your memories and stuff. Appreciate that. Okay. Hope you uh, enjoy will... enjoy your weekend and mm-hmm. all that. But uh, yeah, well, oh, and, and aren't you glad we got the phone fixed? Oh yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, all right, Heather, we'll talk to you soon. Talk okay. To you soon. All right. Bye. 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 So, all right, guys, there we go. We had three calls. I hope we can get three more after the break. Yay. Don't call too soon. If you call too soon, I'm just going to let the phone ring, and then you can call back. Uh, you know, just call when you hear the sound of my voice after the break. I'll give the number out when we come back. So, um, anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. And, um, yeah, I think we're going to have to – this is a. This will be the last time this year, uh, at least on this show – uh, that we're going to hear Hallabaloo, um, one of my finest musical accomplishments ever. And I mean that. So, all right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to admit something. We've accused the interruption. We're having technical problems. Please stand by. It's time. It's time. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Dark masks, gather round your chief set. Put on your mask. Watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third commercial, it's still on, please. Watch. Take off the third channel, the third channel, it's still running. Stop it, please, for God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to, please, stop it, stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thank you very much for coming to Hallabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Hallabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bad things on the grill. In a ghostly pool. It's a hallabaloo. You're gonna be there too. Godzilla was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes wrapped up in his tomb. And the ghostly pool. It's a hallabaloo. I love you though. I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on any body. on the buffet. I specifically said no steak on the buffet. Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me. That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula is a steak. That's the fucking fact. How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes, I do. 
It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> and it goes St. Bill It's a Hallapaloo They're gonna be there too This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my neck. Wolfman, get down from my couch, you bad boy. You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. 
Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. It's all treats and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween! I have promised both the Wolfman and the Mummy a reward. It could be that you are that reward. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They killed Kenny! You bastards! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Oh, yeah. Caught me with a mouthful of Cheez-Its. Oh, I, I had some cheese. Well, no, no, we had cheesy goldfish crackers last night. That's close. I made some alcoholic punch. Mm, I, did you I give went, that to the kids? Uh, fuck no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, made a couple pictures of that last night, and Susan was like, don't you want anything for dinner? And I was like, this has apples and ginger in it. <laughs> and my vegetables. And uh, our fruits. Uh, and, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Make up your mind. Is it Skittles or Smarties? Smarties. Okay. It was Smarties. <laughs> it was before you could taste the rainbow. Before you could taste the rainbow, there were Smarties. I love Smarties. Yeah. I still love them. It's like they were a step up from uh, Necco wafers. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, so. Smarties were more tangy. Yes, yes, they were. Necco wafers and were kind of flatty. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you. This is really disturbing, but I'm going to share it with you. Okay. I love the Smarties because when I was around 10 or 11, I would take the Smarties pretending they were like drugs, pills. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I did the same. You know, or I think, medicine. I think the reason why is because of the whole, I think it was 10, 11, 12 was probably during like the just say no to drugs campaign and i was yeah. like now i'm gonna pretend mm. i'm taking drugs no just say no you would have been you would have been in your, uh, your mid-teens all right well i don't know or I maybe don't i don't know like, i don't remember when just taking this no i i would take them like uh, we you know uh, i'd be like oh the doctors prescribed me these five pills i must take them <laughs> You know, I wouldn't think they were drugs because, you know, I didn't, I was, I, I wasn't hip enough to know what drugs were until I was older. So, um, you know, I, I just, them. Them. It, my, my earliest memory from, uh, seeing, uh, uh, like a TV show or anything like that, where somebody was like addicted to drugs is you guys remember the character Albert on, um, little house on the prairie. Oh my God. Yes. Was and, it Albert? Was he the one? Wait, was he the one that was adopted? Yeah, yeah, and and he ended up stealing some kind of like opioid that he mixed with water and would drink, and I would be, and, you know, it it I or it was yes. it was like some kind of yes. cocaine or something, 
And it'd be in these it little paper from, packets. From Nellie's dad. Yeah, well, not, uh, was it Nellie's dad or was it the actual doctor? I, I don't, well, I don't uh, know. But yes, I do yeah. remember that. I, I also it was are, Timothy Leary. <laughs> no. No? no? Tim- uh, Timothy Leary was not televised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I thought he was in a little house. Well, wait, did you tune in? I was wrong. Turn on? Drop out? Drop out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> tune in, turn on, drop out the night. Um, so, <laughs> with Kenny Pig. There's, with there's the name Leary. for next Halloween show. Yeah? Woof. <laughs> yeah, next year's Halloween show. Okay, all right, there we go. And I'll, I'll dress as Timothy Leary. Nobody will know. Um, Talk about the night. And uh, yeah, so but yeah, and, and one other vivid memory I have from Little House on the Prairie is one time Laura found a penny, and she went to the the um, the store, which was what w- the other character you just said. Nellie's dad. Uh, Nellie's dad. She store. went to the store and bought licorice, and she got this huge fucking bag of licorice for a penny. And I was like, "What? Yeah, it's this huge bag. It was like it was like as big as her head." And she's like, "I just bought this licorice for a penny." And I'm like, "Pennies were never worth that much." So, <laughs> but then it turned out I think she stole the penny or something like that, and like had to go and scrub then she the floor. Had to forgive- she had to ask Pa for forgiveness. Oh yeah, yep. And then he died and became the star of the uh, Hairway to Stephen. Um, Hairway to Stephen. <laughs> Highway to Heaven. <laughs> was it Highway to Heaven? Yes, yeah. it was. It wasn't yeah. touched by an angel, right? No, no. That no, was, no. Uh, he wasn't touched by anything. No, that'd be bad touched by an angel. Um, so, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, um, uh, but uh, so I'm yeah. actually having some Michael really Landon. good Halloween memories. You know, good. Can I? I the Go. one thing I miss because I made a joke about you know the the razor blade and all that stuff that was like the big scare thing, and I think it was around that time when people stopped making. We used to get like the little like half sandwich bags. Little mm-hmm. plastic bags yeah, yeah. before Ziplocs are around, sure. and and people would make their own little candy bags to give out. Oh yeah, bag of glass. I remember that bag of glass. But you yeah. know, I do. I remember. I loved getting like the, there would be the, the the little Smarties in there, some mm-hmm. candy corn, some Hershey's Kisses. Oh yeah, it's like a little mixed bag of things, and I. I that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, I you don't know have what time I, for it. What I really loved is people would get the little paper bags that would have like a little they'd be printed like in purple and orange and yellow and they'd have like a little scene with like a witch flying in front of the moon or you know, something like that. You remember I don't those? Remember those? You do? I don't remember no? those. No. Yeah, they were just like little paper novelty bags they'd sell and then you would fill them, you know, on your own. I we had some just a few years ago. We found it at a discount store or something. Um but yeah, they were just little little paper white paper bags with, you know, some kind of Halloween scene printed on it and, you know, you'd stuff those and fold it over uh if you were you know uh, i think people used to staple them too you had to be careful of staples kids don't um, eat the staples don't eat the staples, yeah, staples unless they're and you know staples. and you know those those ben cooper masks too it where that they they had a little rubber band that held it around your head 
those mm -hmm. were stapled to the sides. So those yes. staples would get caught in your hair or stick in your temples. That, <laughs> I remember that. It's a very little, little person. Yeah. Like, Ow! <laughs> and that they'd snap. Oh, yeah. Those rubber bands would come just right off and you'd be carrying your mask the rest of the night. They either snapped or they came loose from the staple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then you'd have to try and tie it or thread it back through the staple. Bunch of bullshit. Um, so, uh, but I'll tell you what, those costumes are worth a lot of money now. I actually, I, I, I uh, when we went to the Rogers sale with dad on staycation, I found the, the skeleton one still in the box with the, I haven't even taken it out, but it's in the, in the original box with the costume. I haven't even inspected the costume portion of it, but it, it just looks nice on display in the box. Um, but yeah, those masks and, and stuff, because they were so disposable, they fetch a pretty penny now. Speaking of pennies. Um, and yeah, and, and uh, Rain, you asked the question, uh, you know, who liked getting pennies, nickels, dimes, whatever. I did. I, I loved it because you could then go to uh, the, we, we had this little place called the Dairy Bar where when I grew up that had the best pizza in the universe sadly no more and soft serve ice cream and you know burgers and stuff like that and on top of all their coolers and, and refrigerators and stuff they just had jar after jar after jar of penny candy and you you know they'd have tootsie rolls and swedish fish and uh atomic fireballs and just whatever else and you know it's like you know you just say go in and say oh yeah i want 25 of those and the girl just mm -hmm. put her hand, put the glove on, stick her hand in, and just wouldn't even count them and throw a big fistful in. And uh, <laughs> you know, they just give you a little paper Gloves? sack and yeah, a little little a glove? plastic glove. <laughs> Not in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were sanitary, They're, you know. So yeah, he used um, to wipe his hands on his jeans before he <laughs> grabbed the candy. <laughs> Well, all right. It's no wonder you went to a bar to get your Halloween stuff, Joe. Yeah. yeah well, you know, rough, rough streets gave rough. you buying power. Or did you grow up in Scranton? A little town right outside called Dunmore. Dunmore. That sounds like yes. rough, rough times. It does. Yes, it was. It was uh, split between uh, Italians and Irish. No, oh, oh. Is it, it now? Is it named that because the people who stayed there for the for their entire lives are like, I could have done more with my life. The original the original name was was Bucktown. Oh, hence the high school's uh, name, the Dunmore Bucks. Ah, so it, it was Bucktown. But then, for some reason, a Lord Dunmore from merry old England mm. uh, somehow passed through Bucktown. And that was probably the biggest thing that happened there. Yeah. So they named, renamed the town after Lord Dunmore. Uh, oh, hey, we got another trick-or-treater at the door. Uh, I think, uh, oh my gosh, I think I recognize this fellow. What are you dressed as? Uh, I'm dressed as a crabby old man. Oh. oh, well, you're in good company. I'm not going to try to guess who it is because the last time I did, I got in trouble. You blew it. I did. Hi, Dad. Happy, yeah. happy post Halloween. Hi, John. Hi, How's Joe. Hi, Rain. Hey, I got a question. I got to talk to Rain real quick. Uh oh. Sure. 
Yes. Are you are you okay? Yeah. Why? Well, I when I tuned in, I heard my son say that rain turned into snow. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Wow. I have not turned into a snowflake. <laughs> That's oh, okay. good. She doesn't need a safe space. I was space about either. that. Yeah. We're so, good. We're good. <laughs> rain yeah. turned into Thank you for snow. asking, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was here with uh, oh. our, our other co host, Wind, earlier. Wind and Rain. Um, oh, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> you just need fire with yeah. stormy eyes. Yes. <laughs> stormy eyes. So, uh, so dad, uh, you want to, you want to get in on the, the, uh, the Halloween action with any, any memories, fond treats, costumes, anything like that or pranks knowing you? Yeah. I, I never dressed up. I never did any pranks. I never went trick or treating. Dang. I didn't know this about you. Well, you you know, the road that we lived on. Yeah, and I was in a five-mile stretch. There was only four houses. Um, <laughs> That's true. Kind of, kind of hard to go trick or treating. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's interesting to bring that up because when we moved off of Long Island in New York, we moved upstate, and we lived we lived on a very small road with maybe ten houses. And so after we got done with those ten houses, the the few friends of mine that lived on this road, which were Debbie and Elizabeth. And then later, Shelly, we all jumped into Mom's Suburban, and then we drove like about five miles up to the town itself to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, that worked. Because, because there was nothing. There was nothing. So you were yeah. carpetbaggers. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that's, well, why, that's why they put, you know, razor blades in my apples. It was like those kids see. are coming from out of town. Well, now, now, Dad has some similar experiences to Joe, uh, though, with uh, with hanging out at a bar, at least mm-hmm, a, a tavern, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. a tavern, as it were. You want to, you want to talk a little bit about uh, spending some of your some of your youth at uh, uh, Granny's Tavern, uh, my uh, great grandmother Bertha, and uh, was that her and Ray that owned the tavern? Yeah, it was Ray's Tavern. <clears throat> he's yeah. the one that owned it, and he's the one that you're named after. And yeah, uh, our middle name is Ray. Uh, Ray Gliogli was his last name, right? Gliogli. Gliogli, okay. But yeah. yeah, so you used to you used to help yeah, yourself I, to <clears throat> some things at the bar, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I was about four when they, they moved away from there, and they... They used to catch me all the time, and they had a trash can outside uh, the door of the, the bar where they threw the empties, and I was out there draining the last drops from the empties. They had one of the first televisions in the area, you know, the bars did, mm-hmm. and I, they'd let me watch Howdy Doody in there, and I had to lay on the bar because I couldn't stand up. Oh, wow. Because oh, you were so draining the last drops. Wow! See me and your dad. Always... We could have hung out. We yeah. yeah. Hung. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd be I'd be little tyke in the bar, and somebody, hey, little kid, here, drink some of this beer. You'll like it. Yeah. Or here, have a cigar. I got pictures of me when I was six. I got pictures of me when I was six smoking a cigar. Oh wow! Oh, my God. Huh. Not, not yeah. cool, guys. 
So you see, uh, you see, Ken Senior, this is what us uh, us uh, uh, boomers could teach these young kids how to hang out yeah. in bars. <laughs> sure. sure, that's where all the action was. How to get free kids. stuff at hey. bars by uh, by yeah. Ken and Joe. Yeah, <laughs> pumpkin baskets for candy. What are you nuts? Cash. <laughs> oh, now whiskey, whiskey what, was yeah, there a ju- was there a jukebox in there, Dad, in the tavern? Yeah, I imagine there was, but that I don't remember. Okay. You well, because you were drunk half the time. Usually when, yeah. <laughs> usually when I was in there, it was you know it was before eight o'clock at night or something yeah. like that. You know. Yeah. And now. Uh, so I suspect you real- slept well at night. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> up like a baby. Where where was the where was the tavern located? Was that in Kentucky? No, no, it was, it was in, in Ohio. Ohio. It was, okay, yeah, it was about mm, five miles away from where mom and dad lived. Was what, what, well, what when you, when you were a yeah. child? And they they lived in Berlin Center, Ohio. So where what was the yeah? What was the ta- Lake was it Milton. Lake Milton? Okay, that's right. Yeah. But it was it was in the middle of like nowhere. It was originally uh, what they would call a roadhouse. Yeah, roadhouses were bars that were just out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so, they had they had food in there and tackle you know the, and bait and ammunition. Do you know if the, the ammo? Wow. Do you know if the yes, if oh the, yeah they sold guns they sold guns too. You could buy a <laughs> beer, a shot, and a beer, and a shotgun. <laughs> one stop no, shopping liquor and guns it's really funny because i'm telling you i moved my family moved to upstate to the area of upstate new york in 1979 and there were a couple of places like you know the welcome Inn and all these little places like that and yeah they had that stuff you, you couldn't yeah. i don't remember being able to buy guns but you could definitely buy ammunition and bait what they, they never sold revolvers or anything like that. They sold hunting type stuff, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, shotgun, shotgun shells, but they sold <clears throat> pistol ammunition and rifle ammunition. Are, well, and one fishing li- licenses. Uh, yeah. Well, did they do that? Huh? Did, did they do fishing? I don't know license? about Ohio, but did they do licenses for hunting and fishing? Yeah. Oh, okay. See? Um. Oh, yeah. our one one last question before I we let you go. Stuff like that. One last question before we let you go, Dad. Um, to your knowledge, yeah. is is the structure of, of still standing from the tavern? You know, I just drove by it about a oh, about a month ago to see. You know, I was going to stop in and see what it looked like, and uh-huh. somebody bought it and converted it into a house, so it's it's no longer a business. But it was very sad when I saw that. But it's Aww. does it have any semblance of the original structure? Yes, yes, it does. Oh wow, yes, you're very to... recognizable that it was was the same place. But I'd love to. Well, uh, well, you know what? I could probably just Google Earth the the address from the matchbook if it's still yeah, the same address. I'll, yeah, I'll pull it up and I'll send you a link to it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Put that in the chat and then people can. Okay, see. Okay, because I I never thought about that. That's... I have pictures of us when we were kids there. Yeah, well, uh, if, if you, oh yeah, they yeah. had ga- they had gas pumps too. I forgot about that. Well, if you oh, get, if you have any of that, like little convenience stores. Yes, yeah. with yeah, booze. Yeah, exactly. With booze. 
Well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because if it's out in the middle of nowhere, people wanted. I mean, they, you know, they're they're going to need gas, so they're roping them in with the booze and the food and the whatever else they might need. So, well, Lake Milton, Lake Milton was a big summertime recreation area. Yeah, people traveling from Youngstown to there. This was like a halfway point between there, and uh, yeah, so they provide a nice. little bit of everything. Very cool. Well, yeah, if you want to, I don't know if you have any pictures on your computer of uh, scanned or whatever, older pictures, but if you want to put stuff in the chat room for people to look at, um, uh, go for it. Or just, you know, the, you know, if you, if you okay. don't dig, don't dig, if you don't have it handy, but you know, if you want to put the link up for what it looks like now, that that's more than enough. And I have a matchbook that you gave me from there, uh, an intact matchbook. Um, uh, that was, was from Bertha's restaurant. That was oh, a totally different place. Oh, that okay. So that he, was Granny's. Re- oh God, I'm so confused now. But yeah, so yeah. where was where was her restaurant? Okay, uh, Granny owned three different restaurants. This is my great grandmother on my on my uh, grandmother's side on dad uh, dad's mother's side. Yeah, and they were all called Bertha's restaurant. That's amazing. She was she was a hell of a cook too. The, the, she was tiny, yeah, tiny little was. woman, probably about five foot two. Um, she could, how many eggs could she crack with one hand? At least two. At least two, if not three. Yeah, but she she. I mean, I, I've I've tried it several times to try and crack two eggs and dump them out with with one hand. I can't do it, and I got I got big hands. Yeah. You know, she was good at it. I mean, she she did that well into uh, how 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 old was she when she passed away? Oh, Lord, I can't remember. I forgot. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. Well, um, but anyway, Ken, do you do you remember her? Me? Yes, I I have oh, gr- the great. Yeah, no, she's talking to me. Um, yeah, I have okay. the great privilege of of having known very well my great grandmother. She lived with us for a while with uh, her third husband, Stan Constante. Yes, third oh, yeah. third husband. He was a World War II veteran. Uh, took a bullet uh, th- that took out the roof of his mouth and his back teeth. Had a steel plate in the roof of his mouth. Uh, and he's the guy that I'll bring up every once in a while who, uh, when people start talking about immigrants and not being patriots and whatever, I'll bring up mm. Constante because he was an immigrant from Italy. He and his family came over in the early 1900s. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and he signed up to fight in World War II. Um, and, uh, yeah, but, uh, but no, and, and yeah, and I, I, I never knew Ray who I'm named after. And that would have been Ray was her second husband, correct? Yes. And yeah, her second husband. And her first husband was he Estel was Salyers. Estel Salyers, that's right. So um and Salyer. Salyer, Salyer, sing it, sorry. Um Salyer. But uh and did you know Estel? Yeah. Okay. Sure did. Uh, uh, how old were you when uh, did did they divorce or did he pass away? Uh, uh, they divorced. My granny okay. and him divorced. Okay. And, uh, that's when she came to Ohio. Oh, okay, okay. 
I get it now. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, Dad. We got to go to the break, but thank you for that. Look at that. We got some family family history here. Rain, I look, at what, it, you, and look I think, at what you're learning. I think the link it shows shows the the tavern today. Uh, oh, nice. All right, I'm pulling it up right now on Google Maps. So there you go, everybody. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a. Oh, wow, that, that still is... has the same look. That's that's where the front door is. Is where the front door was. Yeah, the and you, to the bar. And you can tell that that I mean that had enough frontage right there for gas pumps and stuff. That so. yeah. is a roadhouse. Right. That's great. That is great. So I'm assuming that garage is probably newer, right? Yeah, that's that wasn't there. Okay. And there were two little houses there, one right behind it and one off to the side where um, Granny and Ray lived in the one behind it and mm -hmm. Mom and Dad and me and Jerry lived in the one beside oh, it. Oh, this I did not know. So, interesting. All right. Well, I got to, uh, fill you in one Thanksgiving. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. No, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. So, uh, all right, Dad. Well, I love you. We got to let you go. I love you, too. And uh, I'm glad I, Rain's okay. Yeah, she's not snow. <laughs> I'm not snow. I'm not frozen. Uh, all right. I'll call you tomorrow because we got to finish at the uh, flesh out our plans for Thanksgiving. All right. All right. Good night, Joe. Night. All right. Bye. Night, Dad. Bye. Oh, my all right. God. That was, that was awesome. I love that. That was great. So, I mean, that's what you get. Uh, you know, he didn't do trick or treat, but he sure gave us a lot of treats right there. A little, you know, cause I, this is all stuff I knew, but it's like, it's stuff we haven't really talked about at length in a while. So there you go. Aww. But, so um, he'd, he'd been my kind of trick or treater. Just uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Just free shit. Yeah. Just free shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Bobber is waiting in the wings, so we got to go ahead and uh, hit the break. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the Night. What music they make. IndieMediaWeekly.com And now, on with the show. Oh my God! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay f***ing calm! Everybody f***ing calm down! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! 
All right, that's more like it. Getting uh, a little bit of... Uh, uh, I felt a little uh, uh, under-motivated when we did the weird Halloween intro the first time. It was a good idea last year, but I don't know about this year. Actually, no, that's from 2017. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. The post-Halloween weekend edition and broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Worldwide Radio for Humans. And of course, joining me as always... Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city where you can build Frankensteins with all that electricity. Also, the uh, second second largest pizza city in the country. Oh, my God. Yes. First one being New York? No, actually, the first one being Worcester, Massachusetts. Really? Worcester. Worcester. Oh, yeah. But, Interesting. Yeah. Yes. That's that's based on the number of pizza places as a percentage of restaurants. Oh, okay. Well, that makes that makes I uh, understand now. So, uh and and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog Washington DC, the Beltway, the Bureau, the Swamp, where you would probably find a creature from the Shark Lagoon out there somewhere. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> Yeah, we have one living in the the White House. Mm. Yep. Who Absolutely. really, really likes to put candy on the heads of children? What an idiot! God, that made me so mad. It was so fucking stupid. <laughs> Good follow up, Melania, you moron. Now you know what? I went back and looked at that video yesterday again. Why? This is this pisses. <laughs> Because I find it fascinating how awkward these people are, and they're incredibly awkward. But what I found is there were two kids dressed up as Spider-Man that were in front of him. They never gave the kids candy. One kid came back to get candy and walked away. Wow. Stingy, man. They're, anyway, I don't know if they're stingy if, or just stupid. Stupid, yeah, weird. You know, not just not. They don't know how to do human things. Uh, it's like you know, you need an ID to buy cereal. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, that, that was if, the if, George H. Yeah. W. Bush, uh, Bush's uh, grocery put, scammer. Put moment. food on families. <laughs> remember that? He remember that he he went. But I will say this: Bob and I did not turn any child away. No, no child left without candy. Uh, but uh, anyway, and uh, and of course, speaking of Bobber, uh, and if anybody doesn't know the video we're talking about, go look up Trump Melania Halloween Minion, and you know you'll find it. You'll find it. It's so stupid. The kid's wearing this big like puffy Minion costume, and he has a little candy bag or bucket or whatever. And then they're just like, oh, let's put the candy bar on top of his costume. And it, like, slid right off and hit the ground. And the poor kid probably couldn't bend over to get it. Oh, God, it's no. so stupid. But anyway, uh, Bobber for Freedoms, uh, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Swamp. Uh, and, of course, you know, here we go. Yeah. Hello, Bob. And, uh, yeah, so you probably got some brew beasts down your way. Hello, happy Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> a, day, a day late. I, I guess today's uh, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. I thought today was All Saints Day. Sort of the same uh, thing, I think. I, oh, okay. I think depends what side of the border you're on, I think. Right. 
So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Buenos dias los muertos. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, Day of the Dead's kind of big here in uh, in Cleveland. There's a there's a, a Latino church uh, that has a huge outdoor display, and they put up. Uh, they they fill the church with all kinds of artifacts, and then outside they have uh, really large displays of uh, the memento mori mori boxes or whatever, um, you know the like gothic looking shadow boxes and whatever. Uh, but anyway, Bobber, uh, I hope you had a great Halloween. Uh, welcome, welcome, sir. Yeah, it was good. You know, the uh, it started off kind of slow, and we were wondering that we had. A bad storm come through around just after eight, and we knew it was coming. So we we're just thinking that it's going to be a slow night. It's just seeming slow, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they all just started showing up at once. It was pretty. It was pretty amazing. Yes. Well, before we before we start getting into <clears throat> it, um, uh, did you did you get to hear some of Dad's uh, tavern stories there before uh, you came on? I did. Yes. Pretty fun stuff, huh? Yeah, I'm, I mean, town I grew up in was a small town that it was. 5,000 people, but there was like six bars. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> well, I think so, my retirement plan now is to go buy that place, uh, in Lake Milton and, and turn it back to its original glory, turn it back into, um, Ray's Roadhouse or whatever. There you go. Um, if you Ray's do, I'll come there. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but Bobber, uh, 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 uh you want to give us a couple, uh, any Halloween memory, any favorite costume, any uh, favorite candy? Uh, we know about the NECA wafers. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do like the NECA wafers. Um, the, the earliest costume I remember it was Spider-Man, and my mother made it. Yeah, she made all her costumes. We never nice. ever had store-bought costumes, ever. Oh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was because my mother was, her parents were cheap or trying to save money or or what but uh you know they she also had to make it like three times too big so it would fit over my parka <laughs> because so you were you know, puffy spider-man part of new york halloween you know it's gonna be mm. below freezing so hey i don't know what's what exactly uh, might be happening but your mic is crackling a little bit can you check the connections on it there uh, so. Yeah, I can kind of hear that myself. Yeah, so um, it, it's not horrible, but I just wondered if maybe there was something, something going on there. Um, but yeah, it, it, what about any other uh, the Spider-Man costume? Sounds awesome. My mom made me <coughs> um, a, a homemade Captain America costume when I was about nine, ten, maybe. So, but that has a really bad memory associated with it. And I think I've told the story. Uh, I almost got molested in that costume. Oh you guys God. remember that story? You told that story years ago. I did. I did. Yeah, I. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. It, it came out. You know. Uh, okay, but yeah, I, I nearly got molested uh, by a um, uh, an adult with uh, uh, with Down syndrome. Oh. At at a party at a group home because my friend Tom and uh, his brother Mike, his parents, owned uh, group homes for uh, disabled adults, and they were like, "Yeah, come to the party. We're having a party at one of the homes, and it'll be fun. And you know, the residents will be dressed up and everything." And you know, and I was like, oh, "Okay, great." And so, and 
apparently I was very attractive in my Captain America costume to, uh, <laughs> his name was Dana and he tried and, and he, he kept poking my penis. Don't say penis in this house. Uh, and I was like hopping back like, whoa, no, whoa, hey, stop. Whoa, hey, you know? <laughs> And he, he kept saying, you do that, you do that. And I'm like, no, I, I do not do that. And, uh, and he started to pull me, he started to pull me into this shower. Uh, the, the, it was in the basement and they like had this big shower area, like a stall kind of, you know, kind of like it was a weird kind of like locker room shower thing, but it was really narrow and creepy. And he kept trying to pull me back and then. Uh, I think Tom's mom, Jackie, saw what was going on and, like, you know, was like, no, Dana, no, Dana. And then she, like, kind of shielded me for the rest of the party. So, uh, so yeah. Um, true story. Not pleasant, but I've come no. to terms with it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and you know, and, and looking back, you know, I was never angry about it because, you know, he had, you know, the the he was about as advanced as like a four-year-old child, you know? So, uh, you know, I mean, you can't, you know, I, I never was really angry or upset by it. I wasn't traumatized. You know, I told people the story, like even back then. Um, and, uh, but you know, and, and again, it, you know, the worst thing was, you know, he poked me through my clothes, you know? And I was like, Oh no, ha, uh, not, today <laughs> uh but uh anyway yeah so uh but anyway bobber uh sorry i didn't mean to to hijack that from you but uh what, what about other other treats or uh or hijinks maybe you got into um well when i yeah when i got older then we, we used to go out and do um we we, we knew we'd find out where the teachers lived oh <clears throat> good boy and um, so we did the usual stuff: the toilet paper, the mm. uh, we instead of you know, like, you know, you could uh, soap windows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do it with with uh, candles or wax because th- it was harder to get off. Ooh! <laughs> did you ever go corning? Corning? Yeah. Well, we would we had fields and fields of corn around us growing up, so we would, and it was it was you know feed corn. So it was real hard mm-hmm. and, and dry. We would always we would go and raid the fields and take like you know fill up bags with ears and we would get blisters on our thumbs and we would like take the corn off and fill like a five gallon bucket with it and we'd all go fill our pockets or take bags or something like that and all the people in town we didn't like we'd pelt their house their windows with corn <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's terrifying it's terrifying i piss off my friends one year and they did it to our house um and when when you're inside and you hear all those little kernels of corn hit your window it's like you know you're flattened out on the ground like you're under you know you know it's the purge or something you know <laughs> um you know that horror movie about home invasions and whatnot but um, right. but yeah. So uh, but that's what we used to do, and um, we we'd wear masks and we'd run out and we'd just like go hauling ass and like just pelt the windows and then like loop back and hide behind you know somebody's house who wasn't home or whatever. So uh, right. Yeah. 
That wasn't expressly a hat. No, I think we would do that after trick or treat. We'd just be like all amped up on candy. We're like, all right, now we go corning. <laughs> so <laughs> it was evil, man. I, I, I would, I would, I would beat the shit out of a kid if they did that to my house. Now, I mean, I wouldn't, you know. Uh, no, I wouldn't beat the well, shit. It out sounds of like you and Bob were just terrible, terrible you know, teenagers. Yeah, we I did was. the the toilet I papering. Was. We did toilet papering too. So, Dad is all learning this right now. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry I let you down. He probably yeah, had an inkling. Yeah, Dad is like, Kenny, you should have just hung out at Uncle Ray's bar and had Grandpa, beer with me. That was Grandpa to him and Great Grandpa to me. Okay, I'm sorry. So, great Well, he was. it was actually Ray. I don't think... Because uh, he knew, you know, I mean, it was his uh, granny's second husband, but it, he, it, you know, um, he, he, he meant a lot to the family. He was a great guy. Well, um, you should have drank with him. Should have, should have. But then I would have to have a time machine, and I, you know, um, but you know, there's, it, it could happen. All right. I think I think this is kind of a funny line between hearing what you and what you and Bob did. It, it's it's similar to what Joe did. It's a little. Uh, it's really. a little more criminal. <laughs> well, so well, it's tra- trespassing, well, vandalism. Well, I have to admit, there was a in front of my um, house. There yeah. was a chestnut tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, and boy. around this time of year, they would fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they had little picky things on the outside, but you, the chestnuts were on the inside. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. the horse, yeah, the horse chestnuts. Yeah, we had- horse chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to fill five gallon buckets of those. You all. <laughs> oh yeah, and they hurt like hell. Bad, bad yeah, balls. You know what they were good for? Well, we didn't use. We only used half of them on Halloween because the rest of them were for snow snowball fights in the winter. Oh wow, that's cruel. I've heard oh. about these things. You put you put a horse chestnut inside a <laughs> snowball. It gives you a whole new level of advantage. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know, felonious assault. Not when you're a kid. It's called. It's called. Stay out of the. Stay out of their way. They have chestnuts. It's horse <laughs> play. You're a kid, it's not felonious assault. So do it no. as long as you're under eighteen. That's right. Dad, Dad's claiming. <laughs> Dad's claiming he knew all along that I did all this stuff. All right, we'll we'll go with that. Um, so <laughs> uh, so By the way, probably. when you were talking earlier about the uh, some of the candy, the. Uh, the Hershey's one with the rice was the crackle. Crackle, K. crackle, yeah, with the in a red red wrapper with white writing, or I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the then Nest, uh, the Nestle one was crunch, right? Yeah, Nestle crunch, yes. red, white, and blue wrapper. Yeah, I, I used to love those miniatures because uh, I mean, I I like dark chocolate, you know, when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and that wasn't really a big thing. That was the only the special dark was the only dark chocolate that you know. That's true. Around except for what was that Mounds bar. Oh yeah, mounds. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything else that had dark chocolate back in the day either. And that that what Psy guy brought up that tr- Hershey's Tropical Bar. I never mm. even heard of that. Yeah, mm. I, that sounds yummy. I've never heard of that, but yeah, he, he, he's saying it was like that. Sounds like he said it was kind of gritty, so that was probably heavy cacao. Yeah. Um. And I'm assuming that you know it was it was made that, that way so it wouldn't melt if people were in the military and eating them in you know hot zones. 
Yeah, so I'm kind of assuming he got to eat those outside of the United States. That's okay for me to assume that, Cy. Tell me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did did he live for a time? Did he live for a time outside the U.S. that that you guys know? I don't know. Military kid? So, um, oh, here here we go. Sandy and Derwood shared a picture. She says, here's my favorite childhood costume. My mom made most of our costumes, but this is the only time my brother and I were dressed alike. He dragged me around trick-or-treating by the tail. And, oh, my God, they're dressed as little leopards. That's adorable. That is adorable. So that's very... Thank you, Sandy. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, and, uh, all right. So I just needed to... Yeah, Hershey's special dark, Jay Collie. Reiterated. Uh, Sandy and Derwood also says, uh, better than our neighbors and my brother that put rocks in their snowballs. Not much. <laughs> yeah, I, mm. we, we used uh, to take a take a bucket of water and oh you, God. you quickly dip the snowball in the bucket of water and then set it down and oh yeah in yeah. about you know 10 minutes it was rock hard jesus god yeah. why are boys so mean at halloween you have oh, to be so halloween that was in, in winter yeah that was just all the time okay it, wow yeah we were mean all the time all the time that's just wow. Now, we used to take buckets of water on what we used to call the crazy hill. It was a big steep hill where we used to sleigh ride. But you know, going on snow was not enough. So we used to dump buckets of water down there so it would make us like a solid skid of ice. I'm trying to and look And then we'd for... end up like that I... like uh-huh. like the guy had Christmas vacation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to look for violent impact sounds. Oh, that's not bad. So uh, it was one. I said one of those ice ice licks that I uh, almost lost my balls. Oh no! You don't lose your balls. Here's a wet thud. Yeah. (laughs) That's sort of how it sounded. It wasn't like a a thud. It was more like a ouch scrunch. Hey! Here comes your snowball. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get Excuse it. Excuse me. Do you have a band aid? Uh, so <laughs> that's not what I told my 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 mother when I when I limped home. Yeah, what'd you tell her? <laughs> the sled hit me in my balls. <laughs> and what did she say? What did she say, Joe? She called our doctor. He came uh, up. He said, hey, "He'll pee a little blood a little while, and they'll oh come back." Oh my gosh! They'll come, <laughs> they'll come that, back down. They'll come back right down someday. No problem. Oh my god! You don't see them now, but they'll you'll see them in a couple of days. <laughs> I have audio of that when that happened. Ow! That came out of my <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house. Tip top shape. Well, I don't know, man. We've discussed a lot of things tonight, but I'm mostly the iced snowballs, Joe and Bob. And then what? What putting putting something sp- spiky inside of a snowball? That's spicy. A freaking chestnut. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh, if you had a slingshot. 
That's so not violent. Really <laughs> so it's violent. Sometimes, what to make of this. sometimes if, if you if you hit somebody right in the forehead with a chestnut. Oh. Splatter. What's going on, Joe? <laughs> it was a tough, you know, neighborhood. Seventy percent of seventy percent of us made it out. Yeah. What was your neighborhood? Half Irish, half Italian. Oh no, no, my mine was. They weren't Italians. They were Sicilians. Oh, okay. oh you see how... They, do you all see how this is... No, no, no. I, I, I lived in a Sicilian. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, No, the Irish anyway. in another part of town. That's... No. We used to Wrong side of the tracks. Said it was what? Dun- what was the name of the... Dunmore, Dunmore, but there were sections. It was a big town. Okay, so you had sections of Italians? Oh. Well, we had the hill section. That's where the Italians live. But then in the, in the flats, that's where the Irish live. We, we don't want chestnuts. the Irish. We, used, we oh don't want God. the Irish. We used to throw chestnuts. <laughs> we used to go down to their, their section of Dunmore and throw what chestnuts. Hap- Jesus. What, yeah, what is happening exactly? Uh, well, at this rate, we're never going to get to any audio. We haven't played any audio tonight. Um, we're not going to do, since we had open phones, we're not going to do open phones after name calling but we do have to run to the break so we can get to name calling i believe we have at least one birthday one um uh one anniversary from yesterday i think everybody knows who who i'm talking about and uh we got the green news report coming up right now everybody as brad and desi creep towards their thousandth episode that is so exciting uh they're they're well on their way that's great i remember i remember when they were hit episode 500 um you know because that we oh, i've wow. been featuring the green news report on this show for at least five or seven seven years i think um you know so they were they were you know because they started about the same time i started this show uh, but we didn't hook up until you know well i guess may- maybe about eight years i've been running the green news report Maybe nine. God, I don't even know. I um, think it's longer than that. But well, the show turns eleven. My show turns eleven this December. So our show. I'm sorry, our show. No, um, it's your show. Well, it's named after me, but it's our show at the moment. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Well, if Joe throws a freaking snowball at you, that Bob dipped into ice. We oh, don't damn it. want the Irish. Wait, what? They can take us out. And we put a we put a, a chestnut in the middle, Holy then dunked shit. it and made it ice. You guys are really scaring me. And then oh. launched it with a with a slingshot. Oh, and <laughs> hold on, hold on, one second, with a fistful of corn chaser. Oh my Holy god, shit. that's it. <laughs> once we not, once you were out cold after you got hit in the head with the snowball, the ice um, snowball. Then we'd sprinkle corn on you. <laughs> pepper you. We'd pepper you with corn. You're going to kill me. All right. Um, let's go ahead and go to the break. <laughs> yeah, be right back. The police. We, <laughs> might, the police we might be back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. We'll see what <laughs> yeah, happens. Really, really so. dark tonight. Dark darkness. Hello. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, where's the... Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. I bring you a message, a message few of you will be able to believe, a message of great importance, a message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. 
But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember that. Bring your friends here. It's Thursday, October 31. Boo! 2019. We have ended, finally, the war on clean, beautiful coal. People going back to work. Not so much. Nation's largest coal company files for bankruptcy. California's wildfires and blackouts hold ominous warning for every state in the nation. Plus, zero emission vehicles is the wave of the future. Major auto companies side with Trump administration against California on auto emission standards. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know what they say, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll drain the oceans, bleach the coral reef and bring the extinction of the human race. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, speaking of extinction... Not good news for the coal industry again today. No, definitely not. Here's Donald Trump during the campaign in 2016. We're going to put the miners back to work. And here is President Trump just last week. The American coal industry, which is now starting to thrive again. Turns out he's still wrong. The nation's largest coal company, Murray Energy, this week became the eighth coal company to seek bankruptcy protection this year alone. Owner Robert Murray is a million-dollar Trump donor and climate change denier whose long wish list of demands to protect his company from competition from cheaper, cleaner natural gas and renewables has been mostly enacted by his former lobbyist-turned-environmental protection agency administrator, Andrew Wheeler. Trump's energy department is even now trying to orchestrate a multi-billion dollar taxpayer bailout of the coal industry. Now a big question is whether Murray will use bankruptcy court to shed his obligations to fund coal miner pensions and health care. I don't get it. Robert Murray got just about everything he wanted from the Trump administration and yet eight coal companies have declared bankruptcy? Why is that? Market forces. Natural gas and renewables are cheaper and cleaner. And Nobody wants dirty, deadly coal anymore. Meanwhile, California's wind-driven wildfires continue to rage, and for the first time ever, the National Weather Service issued this week an unprecedented extreme red flag warning for Southern California, forecasting ultra-dry conditions and hurricane-force wind gusts, which in turn triggered new preemptive blackouts to prevent downed electrical wires from igniting additional fires. The state's largest electric utility, Pacific Gas and Electric, is already in bankruptcy due to liability from fires in previous years that were caused by its aging equipment. And that, according to climate policy professor Leah Stokes on Democracy Now!, is a warning for utilities in every state. If one utility from just two years of fires has up to $30 billion in liability, what will that mean for our infrastructure and our organizations across the United States as climate change worsens? Hmm. 
Coal companies declaring bankruptcy, privately owned for-profit fossil fuel utility companies declaring bankruptcy. I'm starting to see a pattern here, Des. Yes, and you may want to also think about coastal infrastructure. I'd rather not. A new study concludes that previous projections of sea level rise caused by man-made global warming are probably too optimistic. That severe coastal flooding will hit the world's major coastal cities within the next 30 years. You mean the bad news that we've been hearing for years is not bad enough on this score? <laughs> exactly. Great. Nearly 300 million people are now living on land that will be below high tide lines in 2050. But the researchers do note that the actual impact of rising seas will depend on how much governments are willing to spend on adaptation measures like seawalls and whether governments choose to reduce emissions or not. I'd say not. Finally, a big split in the auto industry. General Motors, Fiat Chrysler, and Toyota this week announced they are intervening on the side of the Trump administration against the state of California as the administration attempts to strip the state of its authority under the Clean Air Act to enact more stringent fuel economy standards and emissions rules for cars and trucks in coming years, more stringent than federal standards. Ford, Honda, Volkswagen, and BMW are sticking with California in a House oversight hearing on Wednesday, former California Governor Jerry Brown excoriated the automakers for choosing to abandon higher standards and increase air pollution to boost their short-term profits. Brown warned that, as happened in the 1970s, the U.S. auto industry will be left behind as the world market shifts to electric vehicles. California is the way of the future. The combustion car is going the way of the dodo bird. Consumers are pledging to boycott GM, Chrysler, and Toyota for choosing to join in the attack on California's air quality and emission standards and for choosing to intentionally make climate change worse. I'm just thinking about those poor dodo birds. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. And thanks in advance to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help the Green News Report celebrate our upcoming 1,000th episode. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Nothing seems right in cars. It's all treats and no tricks. On Indie Media Weekly, Happy Halloween! At the full of the moon, when the night is dark, make a wide path around the unholy grounds of the night, people. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. Why would God let this happen? It's kind of scary. That's right. It's our post-Halloween show. It's kind of scary, I guess. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, joining me, as always, on Fridays, uh, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. 
Hey, how are you? How are you? How are you? Hey, uh, you nut chucker. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> also through ba- bags of glass. Bags of glass. <laughs> I need to get the bag of glass drop because uh, you've been saying it a lot. So I need it. I need it. Bag but, of glass. You know, you said that so many, and before that, you you kept saying I'm I'm smart, and and it took me forever, but I finally. <laughs> I you know, can handle things. I'm smart. You know, it took me a while, but I finally I finally got it. I got the clue. And, of course, Bobber for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble, uh, der Braumeister. Howdy, howdy. And, of course, Bobber can be credited uh, to this. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And... <laughs> last called Bobber Immortality. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, exactly. He's like, you know what would be good? And I was like, what? <laughs> Mix those two. Okay, done and done. Uh, and last but certainly not least, my sister from another mister, uh, you know, loosely adopted uh, Picklesimer, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. <laughs> our girl Friday, are, are you ready? After all of this this family history that's unfolded tonight on the show and all of our antics uh are you ready uh in in spite of your your uh, our dad and my antics and joe's antics and bobber's antics are, are you prepared to do name calling I, I am prepared i i love i love family talk can well, i suggest a theme uh, for our names uh, uh, yes it has to be brief it's though be bag of glass no, so, no, no, no. Pizza it? tappings. Pizza oh, pizza tappings. Okay. Favorite pizza tappings. All right. I like it. I like it. Since Scranton oh, is the second oh, largest pizza, pizza city. Oh, okay. You yeah. know what's number six? Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Nice. I did not yes. know that. Yes. Num- number six so, on the list of you know, pizza whenever, towns. <laughs> whenever Siri uh, uh, the pronounces... Um, uh, when I, you know, pronounces Youngstown on my phone, she says Youngstown. <laughs> yeah, Youngstown. I've been, been through Youngstown. I've been through Youngstown. Youngstown. So we're gonna do pizza toppings. Yeah. Well, I'll put Joe in charge of that. So, uh, and All if you right. run, if you run Wait out a minute, of tops, help here. I'll, I'll help. All right. Well, me, we'll we'll each take you turns. Help making a, a snowball with the chestnut All right. in it. So into so let's ball with the nut in the middle. Let's just go. Let's go alphabetical. Uh, we'll, we'll go Bob, Joe, me uh, for pizza toppings after rain calls out people's names. How about that? Yeah, alphabetical. All right. Yeah. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before, honey. You got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to. This. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. See, now, I like these themes because I like it whether people agree or object to whatever we give them. So this mm-hmm. is kind of fun. So so I dig it. I dig it. So, new tradition right, here. Well, here we go. All right. Post-Halloween pizza top version of name calling. Perfect. Okay. First up in the chat room, Adam Hebert. Um, boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts. <laughs> boiled peanuts. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't say peanuts in this house. Oh, wait. Um, it's a peanuts. 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 Not peanuts. Don't say peanuts in this. All right. All right. All right. Who's next? Who's next? Wow. 
I, all right, hold on a second. Bob. He's not taking this seriously. Did you ever envision boiled peanuts as a pizza topping? Um, well, I don't know, maybe somewhere, you know, in, in Alabama. Okay, <laughs> all right. No, that's grits. He lives that's in Tennessee. Grits. He lives in Tennessee now. It's yeah, pizza That's grits. Babe, I love you, but my goodness. All right. So, pizza topping version. Bobber DC. Joe? Oh, I'm going to go with uh, pesto, corn, and goat cheese. Oh, dear God. Oh, you, you're I doing multiples? Really... <laughs> well, okay. All right, all right. Oh uh, No, you can do <laughs> multiples. I, I'll roll with multiples. It's fine. Oh, all my right. God. This is already out of control. People. All right. Pizza topics. All right. This is my name-calling segment, is it not, Kenny? It is. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Because I can start this over. No, no. No, no. All right. Psy Guy. Psy Guy DC. Psy Guy, I'll give um, uh, chicken, bacon, and black olives. Oh. Fair enough. Chick, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a good Christ. one. You guys are really killing pizza. I'm taking it. I'm taking it seriously here. Try- What's wrong with chicken, bacon, and black come- olives? I've ordered that myself. Nothing. Rain it's saying nothing. I'm killing it's, it's it. It's a common, very common, very common. All right, Rain, keep going. Heather. Heather. Oh boy. Um. I just. Go with uh, pepperoni and sausage. Oh, nice. Oh, a combo. All right. Also, a pizza topping. Bob, right. Bob, can, Bob can attest to... He can attest to what I'm getting at with this, but... Next up, we have Jay Collie. Pizza toppings. Buffalo chicken. Oh. I've had a buffalo chicken pizza before with ranch. Jesus. Little ranch. Yeah. Little yeah. celery on the side. Celery on the side. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. I'll try and do you proud on this next one. All right. Next one. We have cat. Cat. We'll go extra cheese, onions, and mushrooms. Oh, that's a good one. Simplicity, people. Now I'm hungry. Can you go eat a slice of that <laughs> bobber what are you gonna give me come on bobber <laughs> uh let's see um candy corn and horse chestnuts god damn it Bobber. <laughs> okay. i'll try it you, i'll try it <laughs> now bobber do you cook the chestnuts before you put them on the pizza or let them cook on the pizza yeah, put, put them on the pizza so they explode in the oven <laughs> okay all right chopping. It is now. Oh my, god. oh my god. We don't want the Irish. <laughs> don't say pizza. Oh, shit. I don't I didn't mean to do that. Don't say pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza. <laughs> In this name calling. All right, all right. Who's next? Who's next? Ken Senior. Joe. Oh, I got Give Ken Senior something great, shrimp scampi pizza. Shrimp scampi? Then that sounds disgusting. What is wrong with you people? Oh, that sounds disgusting. 
<laughs> okay, okay. I said chicken, <laughs> bacon, and black olives, and then I said extra cheese, onion, and mushroom. Both pizzas oh, I would buy any day. Corn. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> mac and cheese. All right. <clears throat> Next. Moving on. This is such a sensitive subject to me. Okay. People. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's going to be so much fun with this. Oh, and I should have said hi, Dad. How sensitive this was to me. I didn't say hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. There we go. <clears throat> all right. Continue. <clears throat> Joe Marnish. You know what? I will give Joe uh, meatballs and banana peppers. Yes, yes, yes. I've had had meatballs on pizza. Yes, banana yeah, peppers. Mm. Banana, banana peppers. peppers. Uh, it, that could go. I mean, that's all right. But you didn't because that's not pizza. You get the tangy. You get pizza. the savory. I have had meatball pizza. <laughs> That's meatball. I've pizza. had I've had meatballs on pizza many times and banana peppers many yes. times. There you go. God, seriously, uh, we need to find out what Rain considers viable pizza toppings after this is all done. We could do a whole show on this, guys. I didn't know that you guys realized what issue. Bob knows the issues I have about this topic. Oh dear lord! Oh, yeah, that's why I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Mamma <laughs> <you're laughs> mia! That's person. a spicy meatball. <laughs> And that's one to grow on. All right, who's next? Oh. <laughs> uh, Michelle in South Florida. I lost track. Who's doing that? Uh, uh, you can skip me, so I'm going to yeah. go next. Oh, yeah. Robert. Michelle in South Florida. Um, since she's in South Florida near the beach, I'm going to go with coconut and pineapple. Okay. Okay. I've coconut, seen that. Coconut. Coconut. Pineapple. Eh. Coconut. Coconut. Bullshit. He is really pushing our marriage limits. (laughs) It's called called a mound. Bullshit. You all don't even know, do you? Uh, Next up, President. Joe? Oh, it's me. Uh, How about ham and eggs? Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bacon and eggs, and that'd be him and his wife's Halloween costumes. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we can switch that uh, to bacon and eggs. Next up is myself. Okay. Oh, Rain. Rain, I will give you prosciutto and scamorza. Oh. What is scamorza? What is that? That is oh. aged aged mozzarella. Oh. I, you, you, I oh. agree with that. Give me. It's my turn to do her. That's that's an expensive one. Wait, what, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. It's always your turn to do her. Um, but no, you, 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 you went. Then Joe went. And then I went. I right. now would like it's, to hear. It was alphabetical. What? I guess we're out, out of order alphabetically. Then okay. I would like Bob, to hear what Joe, Bob Ken. Would like to do. Wait. BJK alphabetical. BJK. Uh, oh shit. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what <Bob>. are you? <laughs> which alphabet are you using there, buddy? <laughs> He's using the alphabet the where he Cyrillic, wants to Cyrillic do Cyrillic alphabet. I got you two mixed up. Cuneiform. What would yeah. you have picked, Bob, if it were you, you being able to do me? A rectangular pizza. Oh, you bastard. Dish. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> With um, mixed greens, 
and um, yeah, um, cheese whiz. Goat cheese. <laughs> How about goat cheese? Chavra. Uh, yeah. Nope. 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 No. No. <laughs> no. All right, Bob. Well, Rain. Who's next? And it's back to Bobber. Sandy and Durwood. Sandy. All right. Um. Barbecue and onions. <laughs> Who's next, Rain? God damn it. Tim you Cormel. Know. Joe. Oh, Tim Cormel. Steak and cheese. <laughs> and last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. Oh. Hmm. Trojan Rabbit. I- I'm gonna see if I'm gonna see if I can award Trojan Rabbit a pizza that Rain will approve of. All right, oh, here we Jesus. go. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try from the toppings that still remain because I use real pizza toppings for most of mine. So I'm gonna go ahead and say um, uh, crazy glue, crack, and cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you all to hell. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is Rain's problem with pizza toppings? I don't get it. The Trojan Rabbit should have been Haas and Pfeffer. Uh, Haas and Pfeffer. Oh, God <laughs> yeah. damn you, Bob. Uh, but no, <laughs> no, Trojan Rabbit, I, I, I'll say uh, um, we'll just go with. Uh, <clears throat> I'll go with. Uh, uh, let me see. Something How about evil? Uh, well, well, like Bob said, gruel, gruel, and gruel. Gruel. <laughs> <laughs> what was that stuff they that, used to make? And Austin Pepper is rabbit, right? Ga- what was the stuff they made in Game of Thrones? Oh, was that, that was a bra- bowl of brown. <laughs> bowl of brown. Bowl of brown tappy. Ah. <laughs> uh, we'll give Trojan Rabbit a cheeseburger pizza. All right. Yes. Yes. Can we can we go back for a minute? Hassenpfeffer sure. is Hassenpfeffer, which yeah. works perfectly with medieval and Trojan. All right. Yes. And, I know uh, it's a long way to go for that, but yes, I have issues with pizza. Cat Cat also comes up with one that that's one of my favorites too is pineapple. Well, Joe said um, or Bobber said pineapple and coconut. Well, yeah, that's a coconut. But a pineapple. No, a, a nice slice of pineapple on a pizza is is great. I don't I mind that you say that you're Italian. Jeff. I don't mind the quote unquote Hawaiian pizza with ham and pineapple. I don't mind that, okay. but I'm not. I'm not one of those people who's like pineapple on pizza. No, you know. I'm like eh, whatever. You know, I'll eat it. I really just like. I'm a big fan of. You know, banana peppers and mushrooms. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now, you Ken Senior came up with one that is is a Youngstown favorite, and he said instead of the mozzarella, they put Romano cheese. Now that's the way my grandmother used to make. Oh, it. the Briar Hills she pizza. To, she used to go out in the back, pick tomatoes, mash mm-hmm. them up, put them on the bread, throw Romano cheese on top of that baby, right? Yeah. And whatever else you want, and throw it in. It used to have a coal oven outside. There was nothing yeah. like it. 
Well, I'll tell you oh, another great topping, which I didn't say uh, before, is I love fresh tomatoes as a, as a topping on pizza, too. You know, Yes, I, fresh tomatoes. Fresh fresh tomato uh, right yes. there with the tomato sauce, you know. Well, obviously, you don't, you know, you, you bake it a little bit, but you don't have to bake a pizza we, more we than 20 a, minutes. Yeah, we have a place that has just fresh tomatoes, cheese, fresh tomatoes sliced with a little mm. bit of garlic p- uh, pieces on top. Oh, now that sounds real nice. All right, Rain, you have exactly four minutes to tell us. Uh, And then, I swear to God, we'll get to some news in the third hour. (laughs) Uh, But if we don't, fuck it. I don't fucking care. It's been... All right, I don't even need four minutes. I got to tell you that half of the toppings that you all described are perfect on flatbread. It's not fucking oh. pizza. Oh, I see. Okay, why don't you elaborate right. there? Look, okay, with, I recognize. I recognize Chicago pizza. I recognize New York City pizza. I recognize New Haven pizza. I do not recognize square pizza, Lido's, Maryland. Okay. Square pizza is, is commonly known as Sicilian in our. No, no. You see, this is where you're wrong. I understand Sicilian pizza. <clears throat> I understand Sicilian pizza. That's a little bit of a more fluffy crust. And it isn't generally square. It's rectangular. Okay. okay. I know what you... I know what you... where I'm going here. I know what... I'm telling you. It's unwound. The point I'm trying to make... I know what kind of pizza you're talking about. You can't just make a yeast-based product and throw anything you want on it and then say, (laughs) it's a pizza. Because it's not. It's just... Fast and fresh, right to your door. Or if you want, we'll deliver our popcorn, chicken, salads, and pizza fries too. Godfather's Pizza, Wausau, and Schofield. Yeah, fuck Godfather's and (laughs) no. We'll deliver. So you don't believe in double crust pizza? No, I don't. You don't? No, I do not. Oh my God! No, this is one area where I will stand firm, and Bob can make fun of me all he wants. Nine nine nine. I I love it, Mister Pizza. No, that's not pizza. Also, <laughs> you don't get to sell pizza in a goddamn gas station. No blitz. See? <laughs> yes, blitz. This, this is so yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Very about passionate this, about. There's pan pizza. There's New York style pizza, there's Sicilian style pizza, mm-hmm. and there's double crust. I don't understand the whole flatbread thing. Uh, double crust, there's a great Italian place in downtown Cleveland that makes double double crust, like the stuffed pizza. Um, right. Double crust, that's where we get the, yeah. the, the, uh, the uh, steak and cheese. It's like a, a big... It's basically like a right. really big calzone. Can we make this about double crust? Can it's we like get a re- it back to the fact that we're discussing what pizza is? Pizza. Pizza does not have mac and cheese on it. Nine, nine, nine. I, I love okay. it, Mr. Pizza. So you're you're saying that people who put mac and cheese on pizza, that's a that's a bad idea. So the idea I'm came a, from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there. I it am sucks. pizza. I I consider myself first first and foremost a New York City pizza enthusiast. 
I won't lie about that. I don't and they don't, they don't put a, that. they don't put a ton of cheese on, on, um, the thin crust New York pizzas, do they? Not the and, thin crusts. No, you put it on the. With that. No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm pointing out a fact. It's not a complaint. I'm just saying that uh, you know when I was in New York, that you know there were. Uh, I got some pizza that like had fresh mozzarella, and it was like, you could see. I mean, when you order a pizza in Cleveland, you don't see the tomato sauce on you know uh, on it. You know, when you go to New York, the cheese isn't like covering it like a blanket, you know? No, no, no. So, you know, they, they a lot it's, of times they'll use yeah. the fresh mozzarella, too. There you go. Fresh mozzarella. So, yeah. Fresh mozzarella in, in uh, uh, capicola or prosciutto. Oof. Susan got some rosemary some rosemary uh, prosciutto the other day at uh, uh, the our, our local Italian uh, grocery store. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And she got some Tony Smoke Bologna. <laughs> oh, Tony Smoke, yeah. Tony Smoke Bologna. It was good. Oh, oh my Tony. God. Has anybody ever had a, a smoked bologna? Yes. It's good. It's, it, I, I wouldn't, I, you know, she just got it on a whim. We don't buy bologna, but she saw it and she got it. It was so good. So, anyway. I don't want some... to try that. I, when I was growing up, you know, I was a picky eater. And my mother, she knew if she made me a bologna and cheese sandwich for lunch for school, I'd eat it. Yeah. So I had bologna and cheese sandwiches every day for okay. years. I cannot even stand the smell of bologna. Yeah. Fine. Oh. Now we have a place here in Scranton that lets you build your own mac and cheese oh, with shit, your own top. Shit, shit, shit! Hang on, hang on. Birthday boners. We didn't get to them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, I believe. Well, first of all, we got an anniversary. Let's go ahead and get that. Uh, put your boners in in the chat room. But Miles and Michelle celebrated their twenty second anniversary yesterday. Correct me if I'm wrong, or oh. let me know if I'm right. Oh. On Halloween, on Halloween, they were married uh, on October 31st. So happy, no, 23rd, I think. Oh, shit. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, But yeah, happy anniversary of Miles and Michelle. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary, but be careful you don't fill it. Happy anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. There you go. Yay! So, oh. I re- and and again, I'll I'll repeat it. I said it. Last Tuesday, um, uh, I just want Miles and Michelle to know I value your guys' friendship so much. You don't even know. Um, I love you guys. So, and uh, and uh, ha- hopefully you have uh, a million more anniversaries. So, all right. So, birthday boners, baners. Um, am I right, Cat? Uh, her birthday is today was yesterday was recent is that the the birthday or did she have a birthday for somebody else i missed it in the chat what yeah I what's missed the it on what's Facebook. the birth what's Cassidy? i don't i don't know because i i've been you know doing show stuff <laughs> so. uh, you know what let's 
let's give Cat a happy birthday boner. Well, let's see if we know. Uh, yeah. So I'm. It's. Um, uh. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we think this is for Cat. If we're wrong, let us know, and I'll play it again. Cat, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Alright, Kat, I hope we got that right. I'm sorry if we didn't. Uh, I'm a lame brain when it comes to birthdays. It took me forever to memorize my parents' birthdays until uh, they pointed out at one point, Oh, mom's a 7-7, seven, seven, dad's is 9-9. Nine, nine. And I was like, oh, well, that's super easy. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, we hope we got that right. If we didn't, we'll issue a correction when we come back from the break, but we do have to go to the break because we haven't talked about any news shit. If it doesn't happen, I don't care, but I do have some audio clips I want to play for everybody. Um, news, news happened. Uh, yeah, I've kind of been ignoring it. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Bobber, you're just pushing those pizza buttons, aren't you? <laughs> so... Yeah, he's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, babe, but you're really pushing it, man. Oh, wow. What? 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 Oh, uh, wow. Uh, so, <laughs> so. You dumb bastard! So. <laughs> there you go. I played that for you, Rain. You dumb bastard! Oh, y'all have, y'all have <laughs> found the third rail in our relationship. Uh oh. Pizza it's discussion. Pizza. Oh, oh my god yeah so well, this is a uh, night of discovery on turn up the night uh, you know. yeah when it comes uh, to, when it comes to pizza i'm the liberal and she's a conservative oh my oh, god yeah oh. that's true oh no i didn't mean that i meant that's what i meant to play so, so you're uh, a right-wing pizza pizza person <laughs> no pizza no, nazi I'm not right wing i pizza am wing. conservative i'm not pizza right first <laughs> jesus you're a pizza, okay, a pizzanalist. So, uh, how many times? You, how, how many slices come in a piece? She's a so. white pizzanalist. <laughs> <laughs> Eight slices. You know what? Enough you said. know what? You know. You know what? I'm gonna just take a bunch of mozzarella. I'm gonna put a chestnut in the middle of it. I'm gonna wrap the mozzarella around it and dip it in ice and throw it at all of you. I. <laughs> Like, oh. like chew on the ice, eat the mozzarella, all right, and then bake the uh, uh, chestnut. Roasting on an open fire. You underestimate my throw. Oh gosh! But, all right, we got to go to the break. We have. This is. I am. I am definitely. I have. She's heated. She's heated. Uh, I am. All right. Okay. All and right. Bob is not helping. I'm not going um, upstairs during the break. No. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to the break. <laughs> we're going to the break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these are dangerous times for Bobber. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many, 
our discoveries constant, and our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Never take candy from strangers. IndieMediaWeekly.com Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Oh, oh, I gotta get my volume right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain for Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble. Hello. 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 And, and I hope you didn't um, turn Bob into a pizza top you know, on break. So that... We have had this discussion. <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, also and... did not come upstairs during the break. Oh, gosh. Uh oh, <laughs> and of course, Bobber for Freedoms, uh, Washington D.C. Do you need a safe space, my friend? I've got my safe space here in the basement. Oh, there <laughs> it's you got go. Kegerator and pull-out couch and a bathroom. Oh. I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and TV. So hey, it's what true. Else? Wow, you know, uh, lucky. Yes. <laughs> and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. I never knew pizza as a third rail, but wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's it, touchy. Well, yeah, we learned my, a lot about Kenny and his dad tonight. Now you get yeah. to learn a little bit about our life. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And my apologies for the dead air. I was a little late coming back to uh, start up the intro for the show. Uh, there was a deer out in the backyard that um, um, was uh, <laughs> a little too close to the house. So I wanted to make sure it, it, it got back a little bit. Um, so, uh, anyway, cause they're, they're a little, uh, they, they're a little mischievous, the deer as rain can attest. She saw one climb up a child's, uh, sliding board one time, uh, you know, <laughs> that video rain. Yes. That video yeah. is awesome. It's like one um, of the best things in the world. So I'm glad you discovered it. I don't know if I ever shared that, but I, I found that earlier this year and, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And then you shared it, and I was like, yes, I love that thing. So, anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back, uh, everybody. And, uh, yes, Kat's birthday is tomorrow, just to clarify. So, happy birthday, Kat. And um, we hope you enjoyed the Boehner. Uh, she's on a bit of a time delay uh, as well. So, um, 
so she you know she wasn't able to let us know when in the last segment that it was her birthday tomorrow and guess what else is tomorrow well technically sunday daylight savings time fall back y'all so gain an hour we gain an extra drinking hour bobber you and your kegerator Oh, uh, <laughs> an extra sleeping hour. I fall back into the bed. No, oh, there yeah. you go. In there the bed, go. in the basement. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, wow. Uh, that gives you an extra hour. <laughs> Joe, extra hour of tappings on your pizza. Yeah, sure. well, he's sure. gonna have to find a stove. Oh, well, he could always microwave his pizza. That'd be just as good, right, Rain? Uh, no, there's no <laughs> microwave down there. Well, you can, bu- can buy one. So, Liberty. while Bob sits there and says he's going to troll me. Place. Yeah, you get p- pizza from the Chinese place. That'd probably be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that should be delicious. Kung Pao's pizza. Well, you could, you know, Bob, you know, one of the most, one of the most. You know what, Bob? You should get, you should get some authentic deep dish pizza from Little Caesars. Pizza, Hello, pizza. Bob. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> pizza. You know, even I have my standards. Yeah. I was just tr- I was just trying to to add to fuel to the fire, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so I'll just go peel some trees and add that fuel to the fire. The bast has three pillars. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, that's the, the tree peeler pizza. Let's get to some of my audio. Um, the only audio that the only audio I've played tonight is this. That's it. That's it. Uh, so anyway, I want to I want to play this. Uh, this is uh, apparently Donald Trump to straighten things out for everybody uh, with the uh, you know his his uh, phone call to the Ukrainian president over withholding fun, you know, military funding for them so that he can investigate Joe Biden who is potentially one of his, you know, rivals in the 2020 election. Um, uh, apparently he has a great idea that he's going to, he's going to clear things up by having a fireside chat. <laughs> and he, he's going to read the, 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 the memo. He's going to read the memo of the transcript. He's going to, he's going to put on a puppet show. He's going to roast some marshmallows. You know, um, and he, he's gonna, uh, uh, he's planning on reading again in a fireside chat a la FDR. I think right. the only thing Trump likes about FDR is how many terms he served. Um, so <laughs> you know, he's got, he better be careful getting too close to that fire, all that product in his hair, it might just, you know. <laughs> go up in flames oh not to mention that grease that he you know uh lathers into his skin yeah yeah or the the kfc grease on his fingers whatever um but uh don lemon and chris cuomo you know their show like don lemon show leads into chris cuomo's primetime show uh don lemon and chris cuomo were 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 yucking it up over this and um (laughs) uh here's that can I say something? This is people are going to get mad at me. Oh, nobody will hear. Can we please have a fireside chat? 
I want all, a fireside chat. What is chat the president's ability to read so that whole transcript much, without stopping to comment? You're reading my mind. <laughs> First I of want all, a fireside chat. What is the president's ability to read so that whole transcript much, without stopping to comment? You're reading my mind. <laughs> it would be so amazing. I'm laughing, but and I we, say I'd like you to do us a favor. You know, a favor, a, a favor. Fa- I didn't expect anything. Wait, 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 it's a favor. Wait, 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 Let me go on. Yeah, and then, and then when I, what, I, what I meant there, when I wrote this book, and then by the way, I wrote twelve <laughs> books, and they were all really good. And then somewhere, <laughs> but <laughs> he loses. Well, it would be really amazing. Uh, we're laughing, but it's serious. Listen, when FDR did it, what it was this talk about fascism and all kinds of yeah, things? Yeah, it was society. about galvanizing the, the country, country around not about, a collective uh, pursuit of justice. <laughs> this is where we are right now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can hear it now, though. So I said to him, <laughs> so Z, because you know I call him that because he loves me. They all love me. They hated Obama. They love me. And I said, Z. I said, Z. You know, you, you don't do much for us. We do a lot for you. You don't do much for us. But now, oh you should root out, uh, you know, uh, you got bad problems there. So I Never said, I said to myself, I said, self. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Patti LaBelle. Remember, guys, you remember Patti LaBelle did If You Don't Know Me By Now, she said, so I said to myself, self, <laughs> and he said, in the oh. mirror. Uh, anyway, we're laughing, but this Anderson is serious Anderson was stuff. with Bannon tonight. Oh, my God. It was so funny to watch. Uh, Don Lemon was crying. He was crying. It was so funny. But, yeah, seriously, a fireside chat to read us. <laughs> The the notes or or the the memo. Do you even know what a fucking fireside chat is? Oh, I think you know the answer to that. Yeah, I I do. <laughs> Let's check with No No Cat and see what No No Cat says. Hey. Does, does does Trump know what a fireside chat is? <laughs> yeah, No No Cat. Uh, yeah, says no. No, I didn't think so. I mean, do you think that Trump is going to sit next to a fire and say, <laughs> "Please, I'm baby have a Jesus"? Now with our famous hot gravy. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, there's another pizza tapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back up. This gets in gravy. Pizza. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, so so I had I had to I had to play that. And uh, at the end of that, if you if you didn't hear, um Anderson Cooper's talked to Steve Bannon last night. I have some of that audio, but I don't know if I want to play that tonight because I have other stuff that I want to get to. Um uh I'm gonna save the one thing. Oh man. <sighs> I don't know what to play because all my stuff is kind of long, but um, uh, but let, let, let's play this one next. Um, once again, about the 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 phone call and uh, Judy Woodruff again. A second clip I've had from Judy Woodruff in a while. She's doing some great stuff for PBS NewsHour. Uh, sat down with Joe Biden to ask if she thought. Uh, I'm sorry to, to, for Judy Woodruff to ask Biden if he thought. Trump was involved in a, a cover-up with the, you know, what's going on with the, again, the not the non-transcript, the, you know, the memo about the call. And uh, this is what Joe Biden said. The phone call between the president, President Trump and the president of Ukraine. Now that there are White House aides saying that there were, there was material left out of the transcript of that call. Do you believe the president is involved in a cover-up? 
Yes. Oh. Look, you have some of the finest people uh, in the administration uh, uh, feeling they have to come forward and say uh, exactly what they heard and what they knew. The idea that someone would invite a foreign power into our election uh, and in the process withhold, apparently, the allegation from some within the administration who heard the conversations, withhold vital aid, military aid, voted for by the Congress, while Ukrainians are dying in the Donbass, that is in eastern Ukraine, in order to take on Russians who are there still killing them, killing these people, is just, I, it is, it's one of the things that uh, no president that I'm aware of has ever, ever thought of doing. Wow. So, uh, that was some subtle and subdued Rex Kwando, I believe. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah, of course he's involved in a cover-up. You've got these decent people coming forward, you know, and Trump has confirmed. Trump has confirmed everything that the whistleblower said, that uh, all all the testimony that, you know, what we've heard of the leaked testimony um, or, or the, the opening statements, whatnot, it, it all jibes with that, you know, Trump was involved in a quid pro quo. And, you know, uh, and, and again, doing what the Mueller probe could not prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Trump is all about getting foreign powers to interfere with our elections. You know, there, there's no question about it. Russia, if you're listening, China, you should investigate. Hey, Ukraine, look into Biden. You do me, do us a favor first. Do us a favor. But he never said quid. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably still can't say it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Trump wanted to put quid on a pizza. <laughs> he probably wanted oh, to put or- squid. Is oh, you mean a, cal- a calamari pizza? Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> Well, he probably wanted to put oranges on a pizza, too. I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, or the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges, how it started, the beginnings of the investigation, how it started. The oranges. <laughs> you know. And hamburgers. There, there's. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ken. I said in hamburgers and Kofefe, that's oh, all. Yeah. Go ahead. There's there's a really big part of me that believes that everything that Trump is doing right now is he's doing it in order to maintain his staying in office after the election. Everything. Mm-hmm. Like nothing yeah. I know this sounds really naive and I don't mean for it to sound naive, but he's doing everything. Look. Ukraine, you want this money? Give me this. China, you want this money? Give me this. Everything he's doing right now has nothing to do with um it not none of it has to do with our national security or our you know domestic security. Everything that he's doing in this you know in this office is to make sure that he remains president. Well, 
everything. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Um, uh, Joe, do you want to chime in um, before I get to the next bit of audio here? No, go ahead to the audio. Uh, Bobber, what about you? Nope. <clears throat> All right, well, Rain, this, this dovetails nicely out of what you were just saying. Stephanie Grisham was talking to... Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Some idiot on Fox News. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, he's just right? he's like the blank face guy that's on. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Stephanie Grisham, uh, White House press secretary, who has yet to hold a White House press briefing. And um, has only appeared on Fox News. Yes, exactly. Listen to this. I thought this was stunning. This is a five-minute clip, but I'll stop it probably about... I'll stop it about a minute in. Here you go. Does the president think this is already a done deal? That the Democrats in the House will vote to impeach him? Uh, I mean, we are still obviously hopeful that everybody will come to their senses and realize that the president did nothing wrong. Um, but we are prepared for, for an impeachment to happen, yes. You are prepared for an impeachment to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nancy Pelosi has made it very, very clear that the House Democrats are going to vote. I mean, starting from the beginning with all of their closed-door meetings and the way they've had their selective leaks with their witnesses, this has been set up to make the, uh, the to impeach the president. So that's something that we're expecting, but we can always hope that the Dems wow. will again come to their sem- senses. They know the president did nothing wrong, and we have so much work to do on behalf of the American people. So we're hoping that they'll come to their senses and do that, but how we'll see has, what happens. How has the president worded that expectation that you just described? How is he word? I don't know that he's worded it. I would say that this is, you know, as we're preparing in the White House, this is what's been, you know, shown. And it, when you see uh, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and all of the other Dems and what they've been saying, they've made their intentions very, very clear. So I think it's just pretty obvious to watch them, what they're doing, what um, we should expect. Yeah, just listening to your answers there, it's, it, it seems as if you have concluded it's a foregone conclusion as well. And if the I president would say it's a foregone conclusion. That, just, just, I would say that we're right. expecting it, yes. If the president... That's what a foregone conclusion... <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. I wouldn't I say, say it's a foregone I would, conclusion. Uh, I would just say... I would just say it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Jesus I wouldn't Christ. call it murder. I would call it like a killing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't call it pizza. I'd call it flatbread. <laughs> <laughs> See, I agree with that. There you go. There you go. Um, no, actually, I don't. We'll but that I mean, later. you heard that they're they're like, yeah, we're yeah, all right, yeah, he's gonna get impeached. Oh well. See, I'm just the simple fact that that she is out there saying. Yeah, we throw our hands up in the air. We we know. Uh, to me, that says Democrats have enough to impeach, not just enough members to impeach. They have enough t- for a compelling argument for you know uh, for a, a case to impeach. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah. you got us. All right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hopefully the Senate will save us. The White House press secretary, who has not held an open <clears throat> press conference ever. Ever. 
but only shows up on Fox News. This is something that Bill Hammer. She that was Bill Hammer. She was on with. I just remembered his name. Go ahead. Okay, but this is something that does bother me. She's the White House press secretary who only shows up on Fox News. And it, I feel like at this point, this is a direct line where the White House goes straight to Fox News. Yeah. Which makes Fox News state-run state media. media. Yeah. It, it, am, I, am I wrong with that? No, not at all. Not at all. But uh, uh, let's get uh, uh, Bobber in she on this, too. She doesn't get, okay. Sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, I just we we got to go to break, so I want to uh, get Bobber and Joe in real quick. Bobber, um, I don't really have much to add. the The word salad and that she was spewing seems, you know, like she's following Trump's script on that one. Just say a bunch of nonsense and hope nobody notices. Uh, yeah, I think you're close. Uh, Fox News. And Joe, what do you got? Little known fact, uh, Stephanie Grish, Grish, Grisham, Grisham? Grish, Grisham was uh, one of the, the Halloweeners. No. She was, the one, she was the one they put the candy on the head. What? Was she? I th- yep. That was, that, that was her. Wait, what? Are you no, kidding me? That, that was Melania, wasn't it? Yeah, Melania. Come on yeah, in. That was, that was Stephanie. She was dressed in that little. Oh, she was in the minion outfit? She was a Are minion. Are you saying that? She is a minion. <laughs> Are yes. you joking, Joe? I think he's joking. All Thank right. you. Look, <laughs> that that went sorry. right over I'm, my head. I'm sorry. I am we that hyper serious about this shit. Wait, you know what? Bob, you didn't see the, the, the minion get the candy on his head? I did, yes. And then when oh, you okay. said that was her, then I, I got confused. I thought you were talking about Melania. No, then Melania. I, now I get candy. a minion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Putting the candy in? Uh, well, you know, um, Milan, it, well, you know, I, I can understand the confusion. Stephanie Grisham was not a minion. The minion that Milani put the candy on. The best has three pillars. She was a spy. She was in the no. minion outfit. She was a spy trying to hear if there were any kids who were going to testify. <laughs> yep. All right, I'm losing my mind here. I got to go to the break. Joe, uh, don't don't put out fake news. Don't 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 do it. Around. So, uh, all right, Bobber, let's go ahead. Uh, we're we're um, oh yeah, let's let's do a basket full of deplorables uh, for one last time here for for Halloween. Now that you're you're on with us. Of course, uh, writ- written by you, music by you, and read by our great friend, uh, love you, brother, P.S. Mueller. Um, no. So, uh, and I hope he's doing well. I need to check in with him uh, this weekend. But, uh, yeah, uh, he put out on his Facebook page, uh, he recently had a stroke, but he, he says he's, he's going to be back in action with us here soon on Facebook and everything. So... Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, let's listen to that. We'll go to the break. And when we come back, I got some more audio. Uh, I got some Andrew Napolitano impeachment for Fox news dummies. And, uh, oof, man, it's, uh, we got some Nats audio <laughs> nationals and we got to hear the DHU Lee, uh, um, 
stuff as well. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. A is for Ann Coulter, a harpy for life. B is for Steve Bannon, who beat up his wife. C is for Chris Christie, who swallowed his soul. D is for David Duke, a Klan man a-hole. E is for Elephant, the sad GOP. F is for Frank Gaffney, pollster and SOB. G is for Newt Gingrich, who's frankly a douche. H is for Sean Hannity, who needs a punch in the bush. I is for Islamophobe, Trump supporters are some. J is for Jack Kingston, Trump supporters so dumb. K is for Katrina Pearson, surrogate with no brain. L is for Rush Limbaugh, our society's stain. M is for Paul Manafort, most despots his allies. N is for Nazi at all of Trump's rallies. O is for Omarosa, a suck-up for Trump. P is for Reince Priebus, a cancerous lump. Q is for queer fear his supporters all feel. R is for racist, how Trump seals the deal. S is for sexist, vile mansplainers all. T is for Trump, never lacking in gall. U is for uneducated, the crowd cheering wildly. V is for Vladimir, Trump supporter, though mildly. W is for white folks who say all lives matter. X is for xenophobe, non-white people hating. Z is for zero, their empathy rating. So to all the deplorables a stink in their basket, here's hoping Trump's candidacy lands in a casket. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Light out. Everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 
Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Eerie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. Uh, oh, thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the show. And thanks, everybody, for calling in tonight uh, with their Halloween uh, and uh, family history stories. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so welcome back to the show. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to. Um, I want to play this clip from D.H. Hewley because uh, uh, now uh, I sent this to you guys in the uh, production chat. Did did any of you guys check that out when I sent it to you? No, I didn't. No, I I'm sorry, I didn't. No, don't don't be sorry because you're in for a treat. Um, well, uh, a, a righteous anger treat, um, as it were. Uh, but, uh, D.H. Hewley, he's got his own, um, I think Sirius XM show or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I see clips of him pop up from time to time and I saw this one and this is, uh, you know, Trump did the Benedict college speech the other day where he stacked the, the audience with like 200 of his supporters and seven students, I believe. Yes. Something yeah. along all those the lines. Kids, all the kids had to go back to their dorm room. Yeah. And uh, Van Jones. It was an HBSU. Yeah. And in, in, in Van Jones went after uh, Kamala Harris for saying she didn't want to participate in one of the uh, mm. uh, one of the events they were having there because of their shenanigans. She uh, later turned around and, and did it after they uh, removed some kind of Trump sponsor or something like that. But uh, Dia Chuli had a few words for Van Jones, which I'm kind of glad he said. I'm very glad. Super glad, actually. Listen to this. Oh, or this. All right, so... Oh, serious. Donald Trump made Sorry. a speech at Benedict College and HBCU in Columbia, South Carolina. It's safe to say that Donald Trump has never been around that many black people ever in his life. 
Um, but I'll mm-hmm. say this, that he wasn't around that many black people then. Even when he gave a college a, a speech at a college in HBCU, he stuffed the ballot box. He made sure that there were 200 of his supporters there and only seven of those students allowed to be there. And he was receiving the Bipartisan Justice Award <laughs> Irony. from these people at Benedict College. Almost any time Van Jones is somewhere and you're a black person, you'd be wise to be on the other side of it. Now, I have no idea what has happened to this cat. I don't know what he believes, but he maligned Kamala Harris for refusing to sit in a room and be used for a prop like he seems to do so eloquently. Donald, because what he said specifically, because I don't want to misquote him, he said basically, running away from a conversation that never solved anything. Some people will abandon a microphone because they don't like what the, per- the person who tested last. Others are smart enough to grab that microphone and make sure they get the last word. It's interesting that he would malign Kamala Harris for doing exactly what Donald Trump did. He made sure that only his supporters were there. He Mm -hmm. made sure he got what he needed and he left. He was not there to have a conversation. It's interesting that he would give this speech a few days after he used the word lynching in in talking about him being impeached. It's interesting he would receive a reward for freeing. He's, He's pardoned two black people. But meanwhile, during the Central Park Five, he was trying to have five people, black people, innocent black people, get the uh, get capital uh, punishment. He wanted them killed. He wanted them lynched. Also, if he's such a just uh, a person who's interested in bipartisan justice, why did he roll back all of Obama's Obama's uh, uh, sentencing guidelines? Why did he do everything he could to dismantle mm-hmm. everything Obama had done? Why does he uh, Why does he consistently bring judges like as I recall, it's a judge in the news right now that said that the problem why we have mass shootings is because we put all these reforms on police officers. Do you think that helps black people or hurts them? When Obama had a moratorium placed on us looking at the Justice Department, looking at police department, he took it off. So what he does is uses black people for optics and Van Jones and people like him make it easy. You malign Kamala Harris for, for not willing to be willing to have a conversation. You didn't say anything to him. Donald Trump is a showman. That's what he is. It's magic. He does magic tricks. He does nothing and pretend like interestingly enough, today he's in there talking to police chiefs. You think that's going to go good for black people? What's happening in Texas, they want, they, when that young woman, Tatiana uh, uh, Jefferson, was shot down, they wanted an independent body to come in. And when they were forced to face between Texas officials and the Justice Department, Trump's and Barr's Justice Department, who do you think they chose? He is not interested in helping black people, and it's resentful for a man like uh, for Van Jones to pretend like he's an interesting conversation. He's let two black people go, and you give him a bipartisan award, justice award, for what? Everything he does is to lock y'all up and to look good doing it. And everything he does, he's abetted, abetted by men like Van Jones. You malign Kamala Harris, but you say nothing to him. Seven, it was 200 people in there. Ten of those students were allowed to, uh, were invited. Seven came and the rest of them were locked in their rooms while that man gave that speech and you gave him a bipartisan justice award. For what? He is the master of using you as, as optics. You might as well be the Mercedes backdrop at a club. He is a master of pretending to do something. And he's always abetted by men like you, earnest-looking men who pretend like they have people's best interests at heart and meanwhile make us look worse and do worse. What you have done, Van, you have normalized him and she refused to do it. And you maligned her because she wouldn't play the role you played. You should be ashamed of yourself. Two black men are free and thousands will go to jail because you uh, believe that he's really doing something. He pretends to do stuff and he's he's abetted by cats like you. You malign her because she refused to do what you did. Shine his shoes. 
It is ridiculous for you. And those people at the SBC, how many times are HBCU going to be around this cat and get nothing for it but a picture? That's what they do. You wonder why they're in trouble all the time financially because they got men who, who believe that that's the proper thing to do running their colleges. J Donald Trump does magic tricks. That's what he does. He does magic tricks. He uses black people for optics and nothing more. He goes to he goes to take your award for a bipartisan award and say, look at these black people love me. And then he talks to police chief in, in Chicago. You think he's going to help you there? Donald Trump does magic tricks. He's the magic. Guess who's the trick? Wow. Amen. Wow. Amen. Yeah. I'm <clears throat> I've been feeling this mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad mm -hmm. somebody like DHUli put it mm -hmm. into words that I could never I could never muster myself. And oh, would be inappropriate it would be inappropriate for me. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm glad you just said that cuz I was getting ready to say that too. Yeah, we can't say that. Well, I always thought Van Jones for a long long time has been the uh another Bill Maher. He's okay. been a bending branch. A bending yeah, another, look, yeah. yeah. Look at me. I I am so reasonable. Yeah. You know, Look at me. I'm above it all. I, you know, I could bring all this together. You know, be like me. You know, mm -hmm. he's so self righteous. I, you know, I hate to use, I hate to say this, but you know, he's kind of an Uncle Tom. Well, I don't like the term, but I, 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 I know what you're saying. I know. I, I know he, what you're I, saying. I, I, I guarantee that there's people that. Um, D.L. Hewley would, would probably be okay with calling him an Uncle Tom. You know what? Or, or a house N-word. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's something that I've seen over and over, time and time again, when it comes to Kamala Harris, where there are, there are people who are... <clears throat> there are black people who said, Kamala Harris, you know, she shouldn't run for president because she came in and she prosecuted black people right you understand that well yeah yeah i and mean then, she's got then, a lot of criticism point, for her track record yeah yes but the next part of it is if if you follow i have got a, i've got friends who are black who who have turned around and said oh she's a black woman who prosecuted black people did Y'all don't understand that this is what prosecutors do, regardless of color? Yeah, they prosecute everybody. They Criminals. prosecute people. People. Yeah. And... Yeah, Van Jones is, is like the... I mean, help I read me an out here. I read an article about, uh, in the Washington, I think it was the Washington Post, about or the New York Times... Are, are you really a moderate? And, 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 it, and it asks questions of people like Van Jones. Like, you pretend to be moderate. You know, what is moderation? You know, is moderation just, just selling out? Is moderation just like... And, he, and, he, and the, the article referenced Martin Luther King's letter from jail. Oh. In which he took to task the moderates of the time. 
the ones who said yes there's there's racial injustice and yes we must but we but we have to take our time and and we have to be reasonable and we have to and he said well taking your time and being reasonable to to black folk who have been having their rights denied just basic human rights denied for centuries uh isn't acceptable moderation isn't acceptable at that point Okay, that's not that's moderation is, is 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 in essence compliance, compliance with the status quo. And oh, there comes uh, a time. I just need to correct myself. To, I just uh, need to correct myself real quick. It's D L Hewley, D L Hewley, not D H. D L. I I coded the the clip wrong, but uh, go ahead, finish your thought, Joe. Sure, and and. Moderation in certain instances is is not a good thing. It's it's actually uh, corrosive. Yeah. And and think and and, yeah. and it's easy to be a privileged white person, or it's it's easy to be a privileged black person. You know, on CNN, who could be reasonable, you know, with with these people when uh, most people that are victims of this administration uh, don't have that voice and don't have that luxury. Moderation to them yeah. may mean no health care, may mean no social justice, may mean no voting rights, may mm-hmm. mean uh, no abortion rights, no, no, no reproductive rights, may, may mean uh, uh, no, no sexual orientation, that your sexual orientation is questioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things is where moderation is a roadblock to progress. Yeah. And that's what Van Jones represents. He thinks he's the ultimate moderate. He's the ultimate voice of reason. And sometimes that is corrosive and it's not helpful. And in his case, it hasn't been. It is corrosive because unfortunately, Van Jones thinks that he gets to speak for everybody and he doesn't seem to want to acknowledge that we are literally in a place where it's black versus white. It's white nationalism versus we're going to fight white nationalism. You know, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Van Jones got um, uh, excoriated by right-wingers about 10 years ago. for got drummed out of the Obama administration for a a right-wing conspiracy yeah. yeah well well he, yeah. well yeah glenn beck actually helped do that because he was part of um change.org or something like that um but no but they they went crazy because i think van jones got up in front of an audience and said yeah republicans are assholes which oh i don't remember that was accurate uh, no, th- th- that was a big story like 10 years ago. Uh, Van Jones said, oh, yeah, Repu- Republicans are assholes. And, uh, and and they melted down over that. Um, but uh, anyway. The uh, point is, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like that Van Jones is, is trying. <clears throat> and you all know I'm white. I know, big surprise. But Shocker. I feel like Van Jones is is a a black person that is trying to bridge the difference between whites and blacks on 
the same time, you know, at the same time, trying to also bridge the gap between Republicans and Democrats. And this is not going to work. Like, he really is yeah. trying to dance, you know, he's trying to put himself on all kinds of different, I'm here, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, and it's not mm-hmm. going to work. Well, yeah, I, I was right, too. Uh, a little over 10 years ago, um, I'll share the link in the uh, from HuffPo. Uh, but, yeah, uh, uh, from 2009, here's the story. Uh, Fox News shocked that Van Jones called Republicans assholes. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a video. There's a video there with it, too, kids. Um, but... Um, Anyway, uh, we don't have a lot of time left. I mean, here's um, the thing. Can I ask a quick question? Where, what does Van Jones stand for? Because we're really at a place where, where you stand, what you stand for. I, I'll say this right now. I, I think what Van Jones stands for is advancing his name as a TV personality who talks about politics. Yeah. Because he's not the Van Jones of ten years ago. I mean, no. he, he even said. I mean, there, there's that. Um, there's audio of him where uh, I think Breitbart back in Cleveland, in Cleveland during the RNC before Trump was elected back in 2016. Uh, I was there. Uh, where were you? <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I was. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Van Jones was in downtown Cleveland. And somebody from Breitbart came up to him and asked him about the Russia thing. You know, uh, because you know, uh, uh, you know, I mean, the Mueller report didn't start. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, the, the Mueller report didn't start the Russian shit. It was Republicans in Trump who started that. And uh, he basically told this Breitbart reporter, uh, "It's a nothing burger." You know the Russia the Russia story with Trump is a nothing burger. So he sold us out four years ago. You know, almost four years ago. But yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, but the uh, Van Jones of now is not the Van Jones of today. But uh, Joe, what do you think? Do you, do you think Van Jones Jones is just kind of looking out for? Uh, name recognition and celebrity status. Yeah, at this point, uh, yeah, it's like I said, he's 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 the ultimate. Uh, he's trying to be the ultimate moderate. You know, the in in, a, in an era when we don't need moderates, really, what we need here is uh, radical change. Yeah, you know, we 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 have a problem. Okay, and it's not going to be solved by by uh, you know whimpering people saying, well, we have to. We have to be careful what we say, and we have to take the microphone. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to take the fucking microphone, take it and say something worthwhile. Don't sit up there and and give. Co- I mean, he was one of the people that 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 was making uh, uh, Trump presidential after the, he launched yeah. uh, 57 missiles, and he was one of the ones the commentators at CNN says, "Well, we have to give him credit. He has became presidential." You know, Van Jones. You know, he, I'm telling you, he's like he's like Bill Maher. You know, like mm-hmm. look at me. I could criticize liberals. That makes me cool. Yeah, I'm a cool liberal because I criticize liberals. So I'm a cool liberal. Yeah, you know, like fuck you. You're just an egomaniac. Mm-hmm. And, and let's not forget what they did to Van Jones. I mean, they, they World Net Daily 
and Fox and Glenn Beck started this thing about his. And I, I'm reading this uh, to re- refresh my memory. He was Van Jones publicly supported Mumaya Abu Jamal, who was convicted and sentenced to death uh, in a highly controversial trial for murdering a police officer. Yeah, and they pounded that on Glenn Beck's. Uh, show at the time on Fox News, World Net Daily pounded it every day, and they drove him out of the Obama administration. He was supposed to be like a, a Green New Deal type czar, and they drove him out of the administration. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, with with these persistent rumors and innuendos. You know, while he he supports the killer. Yeah, and apparently he forgot all about that that stuff. You know, and he's just like, well, what about the paycheck? What do you think, Bobber? <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to is he's he's a mercenary and uh, he doesn't have any um, moral standing of, of any sort. He just, <clears throat> you know, he goes where the wind blows. Yeah, the bending whatever, branch. Whatever puts money in, what, yes. Whatever puts money in his bank, you know, that's yeah. that's what he'll do. Yeah, I, uh, but yeah, the bending branch. <clears throat> uh, we, we're seeing a lot of bending branches of late which sucks but yeah. uh all right so um <clears throat> pardon me um we have one last audio clip to play and this falls into a certain category which uh i'm i'm actually proud to to play tonight <laughs> Hearing the whole thing tonight. All the sports. All right. Well, if any, in case anybody doesn't know, the Nats, the Nationals, the DC Nationals won game seven in the World Series. You know where Trump got booed and shit? And um, there was a, 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 a and after the Nats won, uh, and the, the seventh game was at National Stadium in in DC, correct? No. no. Oh no, it was it was no, in Houston. But they, but they opened this. They opened the stadium up for fans to watch the game, the last oh. game on the jumbotron there at yes. the stadium. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this right. was this was a, a local news channel from I don't know where what it was, but um. <laughs> Um, it was local Fox. It was our local Fox. Uh, local channel. local Fox channel. Um, and uh, one of the Nats fans, super stoked, was being super. interviewed. Huh? Super stoked. Super stoked. <laughs> super stoked. Super, super drunk. <laughs> yeah, they must have had a mac and cheese flatbread um, before they had this Stop interview. It. Um, Stop it. God damn you, Kenny. Just. <laughs> And probably some beer as well, but yeah. So oh, this, no, you this, know what it was? It was a vodka sauce pizza. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that. Oh. Anyway, let's even... move on. Yeah, move on. Anyway, so this Nats fan was on the local Fox channel uh, in in DC, and had this to say after their big win. Go Nats! And they did it! Amazing! You've been uh, such a great. 
I think this is huge for DC. DC needed this. We got some asshole in the fucking White House right now. Oh, now, 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 now. Well, let's go. Yeah. All right, let's let's hear that again. Let's let's just hear it again, please. Go nuts! And they did it. Amazing. You've been uh, such a gracious fan tonight. Tell me what your thoughts are about this World Series win. I think this is huge for DC. DC needed this. We got some asshole in the fucking White House oh, right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go. We don't need that. that was that was pretty awesome. Like. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the visual is so funny, too. You, yeah. you really have to yeah. see it. You know what? You, you, you know what? Go, go ahead, Joe. I just said you didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> no. No. You know what I think I need to do? I think I need to do a, a mashup. Hold on. worked out pretty good <laughs> oh, now you know why i love baseball <laughs> yeah we got some fucking asshole no we got some asshole in the fucking white house <laughs> uh, i gotta tell you something mm-hmm. i watched that video twice and i was like is that a friend of ours <laughs> nice because dc dc is not really a big big city yeah, yeah. We know a lot of people here, and I was like, yeah, we don't know them. But <laughs> I feel like, Bob, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like, yes, you speak on behalf of all of us. I think you know them absolutely. in your heart. Yeah, absolutely. The D.C. is super blue. You know, the, yeah. the people that actually live here and work here, you know, year after year, they're not really part of it. the the administration or the well, – mm. when I say that, I mean they're they're – Career civil servants, not politicos. And just people who live in the area, too, and see the shit, the chart staying every day. They may work for, like, the Department of Agriculture or something, but that's that's their their job. They've worked there for 20, 30 years. They might work at Arby's, you know? They might work at the grocery store. That guy cursed on behalf of everybody in D.C. Yeah. So everybody was thinking. And, and you know what's funny too is, is didn't they also run an ad in Game Seven like some kind of Trump ad? Yeah, Trump ran a yes. campaign ad, and uh, everybody in this, the stadium just booing the campaign. What ad. didn't they learn because on it was, Sunday? You know, it's on the jumbotron there. So what didn't they fucking learn on Sunday? But oh, oh god, nothing. Oh, nothing. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> so. All right. Well, it looks like Adam's getting a lot of leftover audio from tonight because we don't have time for any more except for, well, maybe we'll play this clip. Time to end the show. All right. uh, So parting shots. uh, Let's go uh, reverse alphabetical order. Rain, what do you got on the way out of the program? Bob and I are going to the Nationals Parade tomorrow. Woohoo! Ooh, yay! 
Psy guy so might be there. I guess that's my parting shot. Because yeah. I feel like... I know there's a lot of Houston fans, but... Yeah. I feel like after Trump showed up at game four... Mm-hmm. The Nats became America's team. I do. Kenny, you even I, I like concur. The Nats after I that, concur. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I haven't like I haven't liked baseball this much in uh since like <laughs> since the tribes alive in 85. See? So, we're going there. We're going there to root for the Nats and also fuck Trump. Well, I I think I might have a a clip that'll back you up there hey trump fuck you there you go all right uh joe what's your parting shot sir do you have a breaking news story for us joe uh, joe oh, he's looking uh, into pizza isn't he uh, no my I, my my internet skyped out here oh okay, oh, okay gotcha breaking news am i there Am I, am yeah, I you're here. You're here. You're here. You're here. Okay. Yes. Well, no. Breaking news? No, I don't have any breaking news story. Okay. But I will tell you. I, I will tell you real quickly. The top ten pizza by percentage. Oh, damn it. In in the in the world is number ten is Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Number ten is Manchester, New Hampshire. Number eight is Trenton. Number seven Duluth. Number six Youngstown, Ohio. Yay. Number five, Charleston, West Virginia. Number four, Elkhart, Indiana. Number three, Springfield, Massachusetts. Number two, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And the number one pizza place in the country, Worcester, Massachusetts. There you have it. Youngstown comes in sixth. Scranton comes in second. I like it. Pennsylvania. I like it. We get the Scranton Wilkesbury area gets number two and number ten. A lot of pizza here. Lots of pizza. Yeah. And a lot of mac and cheese, too. We can talk about quality of pizza on another show. Well, if you, ever, <laughs> if you ever come to Scranton, we're all going to Ale Mary's. Yeah. Ale, we'll- <laughs> Ale Mary's has the best mac and cheese in the in the Scranton area. God damn it. I want to bring a knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? So What the hell? Uh, girl's... Uh, a pizza reactionary. I I guess so. Uh, yeah. So, all right, uh, Bobber, what is your parting shot, sir? Oh man, I I I feel out of the loop. I've been watching baseball like nonstop for the last talk. Give you give a baseball days. parting shot. Then go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Rain, Rain already pretty much sucked up all the baseball parting shot. Um, Who was the MVP? <laughs> wow. Wow, it's going to be a long night at your house tonight, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it was uh, Strasburg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, was it Strasburg or Scherzer? No, it was Strasburg. Strasburg okay. was the MVP, yeah. See, yeah, he, everything's so he, good he, at the Bob and Rain house. He's the one that looks like an elf. He's got, like, the ears that kind of stick out and the mm-hmm. wide set eyes. and the... He's like a pizza tapping. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> he looks. Damn he, it, Joe! You know, if they, uh, the the Nats have uh, have made like gnomes, you know, for some mm-hmm. of the various uh, players. I think uh, I forgot the last guy. Uh, what's his name with all the hair? Oh, he went uh, to Philadelphia. Fuzzy yeah. Magoo. Yeah, <laughs> no. let's go with that. But so uh, yeah, the, um, 
it's just been a, a real um, kind of a unifying thing here in DC. Um, you know, you can make jokes about sports, uh, you know, sports ball and stuff, but I think in this particular case, it's really been good for DC and for, um, like, Amer- like the guy said, America. You know, we got ass in the fucking White House. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Nats doing this has really kind of made people less embarrassed to say, I live in DC. And the fucking Nats won. Like, they took it to the end every time. Right, Bob? Yeah. Help me well, out here. Bob? Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they were always good. You know, they'd start off kind of uneven, and, and then by the end of the game, they're ahead. Yeah. Yep. And all what right. did they do that, that's never well, been done before? They won all they four won. Games in, uh, on the visiting team's stadium. Yes. Yep. Every team, no team won a home game yes. in a seven-game series. That was amazing. I think, it, wow. I think it happened in a six-game series, but it never happened in a seven-game series. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Neat. So much for home field advantage. And okay. I think I'm I honestly think that now, guys. In, in the era That's of enough. Trump, in the era of Trump, <laughs> I know you sports. hate sports, and he's blowing the whistle. I got a pizza. I got a pizza. I got. I got my parting shot too, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't mind. No, just finish it. Finish your sports thought, Rain. Go ahead. I think in the era of Trump, to have the Washington Nationals, the team that is in D.C. to win the World Series. After they booed the shit out of that motherfucker. It's a nut punch. It's kind of beautiful. It's a nut punch to the nutless uh, shark yeah, bag well, we have in the White House. Let's not put nut punch on house. a pizza. So. Well, thankfully for you, I won't be doing that in my parting shot. But I just wanted to read you a quick story that uh, from today from The Takeout uh, by Amy Levitt. Pizza Hut really doesn't want to talk about the Cheez-It pizza. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Is it possible that in this insane year of 2019, someone, let alone a fast food chain, is still able to feel shame? You may recall that in September, Pizza Hut introduced a Cheez-It pizza, which was not actually a pizza, but rather four small calzones. We tried it. We all had a, a few laughs. But uh, did the masses descend on Pizza Hut the way the powers that be hoped they would? On its third quarter earnings call this week, MarketWatch reports that Pizza Hut executives made no mention of the Cheez-It pizza, despite the fact it was the most hyped new menu item over the past few months. Analysts found uh, this omission curious. We were surprised no update was given on the company's Cheez-It pizza. Given the level of advertising around the project and its presence on the value platform, they said. Overall, Pizza Hut had a weak third quarter, but whatever. Anyway, they made a fucking cheese at Pizza. I didn't know about this. It looks delicious, but it doesn't look like pizza. So <laughs> it's like a big pizza. It's like a big cheese it filled with more cheese. Well, mm. And I, I was eating Cheez-Its the other, just a couple hours ago. It's well, yeah. Not a pizza. But it's not pizza. Well, it's anyway, I'm, I'm putting the Huffington Post story in there. All along. I know, I know. But anyway, everybody, we got to wrap things up right now. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap things in a, uh, wrap our things, which is cheese, in a Cheez-It <laughs> and have it sold by Pizza Hut. 
and put some boiled peanuts and some other gross shit. Oh, dear God. In it. And, uh, but yeah, we're going to go to the break. <laughs> go to the break. No, we're ending the show. And then, of course, Lunatic Parade Episode 7 will be happening forthwith. Good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo!